What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Not Your Average Nerds podcast, a weekly recap podcast that covers all of your favorite nerdy fandom news. I'm your host, Rudy Vela, and today I'm joined by... Me, Juan Guerra. Me, boy, Big Kid Kingpin. So, yeah, welcome back, gentlemen, and welcome back to all you nerds listening on your favorite podcasting apps. Hello. What up? On today's episode, we'll be asking the question, is there such thing as too many shared cinematic universes? But first off, a bit of a disclaimer, this podcast will more than likely contain some uh, language that is not suitable for everybody. So if you are listening as a family, hmm. let us just say we apologize, but earmuffs. you have been warned. Yeah, earmuffs, yes, earmuffs, 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 little ones. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this uh, episode is going to sound a little bit different and considering for everybody who has been following our live streams since way back when it feels like uh in the long long ago yeah you'll you'll know uh <laughs> that we are not live currently and that we are once again back at Juan's house recording in person for the first time since uh you know pre-quarantine mm -hmm. since May? before the can't breathe was it wait, well yeah, march was it march <laughs> seven months yeah, yeah. wow long long time ago um so yeah it's it's gonna be a little bit different we've already been sitting here for a while like how do we do this again what do we do for this so it's gonna be a bit of a uh journey but yeah it feels good it feels it right feels right <laughs> yeah but yeah so welcome back guys yeah hey buddy happy to and be here it is it's not in this, this new stuff this new equipment right you feel freaking badass you feel professional i do so i up. just want to say thank you yeah my uh, head thank you very much. My headphone piece didn't come in yet because I gave mine to one. <laughs> yeah, so just me and Steve have the headphones on. Yeah, right. so uh, there will be some delayed uh, talking after the sounders and everything like that. And for that, I apologize. I'm probably going to kill a few of Juan's jokes as well. <laughs> if he okay. tries to throw something in there, I'm probably just going to go right over <laughs> But uh, so am I supposed to signal you after every sounder? Be like, boom. That'd be nice. Boom. That'd Punch be him. nice. <laughs> yeah, touch me. <laughs> I mean, I'm stunned. But yeah, so my uh my headphone adapter will be here. I want to say actually I wish, tomorrow. I wish I would have known that because I have like three extra ones sealed. I just damn you, Steven. Uh, I, yeah, yeah I, I bought them for the studio at the house, and they were actually like on clearance when I went to get them. <laughs> there was like four of them, and I'm I was always losing them before, so I was like, nope, take those all home. See, so. Steven could have fixed this problem. <laughs> I, I didn't know we needed it. But yeah, so we're uh. There might be some some hiccups here and there, but it is our first time back at Wands. But like we said, it feels good. It feels right. And uh, weird weird enough, it doesn't feel normal. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I, I forgot about all this Green Bay shit. This good stuff, 4-0, <laughs> no, baby. I'm just glad to put my ass on this pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Straight from Wisconsin. It's about to get that deep cheese. in there. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, uh, sorry, I had the wrong thing in the wrong spot in my notes. That's my bad. But before we get things going, I just want to give you a little bit of an update. Uh, me and the guys, we were just discussing, and we've had this conversation before. We wanted to figure out a way to, I guess, satisfy both uh, groups when it comes to listening or and slash watching. And uh, the way we're going to combat that is we're going to do a off and on type schedule. So as of today, this week, we'll be recording. We are recording at Juan's house. But next week, we'll be doing another live stream. And then following week, back at Juan's week after that, 
live streaming and so on and so forth keep it fresh yeah so this way nothing dries up too much um release days will still be on mondays i apologize for uh last week i am i think i said this on the stream i have been teaching myself how to use adobe audition and that's a whole new field for me i've messed with after effects premiere stuff like that but i've never really deep dove into um working with sound or anything like that recording uh so this is all new to me and i thought i had everything down proper i'm still messing with the file it will be up there but it just didn't sound right <laughs> so i didn't want to put out trash but you will still be getting uh the last two episodes that were recorded on there i'm still editing them a little bit but releases for episodes will be the following monday still so still look forward to that this episode will be dropping next week monday? The yeah next week monday right, um i'm probably going to end up dropping all three of them the same day so you have Dang, a little bit of a triple, triple header threat. yeah a little Ooh. triple threat um but yeah and then that's how the schedule will be moving forward all right um but yeah just wanted to keep you all in the loop let all the listener, uh, listeners know what's going on and yeah so with that being said y'all want to jump into the rapid recap yes i do all right so first off I movies nodded. and series all right so it has been announced that a mad max prequel will be uh gearing up to uh, start production well not production but pre-production and that will be a prequel story focusing on Furiosa and for those of you that aren't familiar with the character or the name because it's been quite a bit of time that is uh, Charlize Theron's character not in anymore. the movie uh, Mad Max yeah like Juan said <laughs> not anymore um, she has been recast and the actress Anya Taylor-Joy um, other known as uh, more recently Magic on the New Mutant, our New Mutants will be taking over the role of uh, Furiosa, <coughs> and uh, joining her in the cast will be none other than Chris Hemsworth, aka Thor from the MCU, mm -hmm. and Yaya Abdul Mateen the Second, aka Black Manta. So uh, yeah, I mean it's already a pretty stacked cast. They pulled oh, everybody from everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Give us our theory." They said, Give "Fox, us fucking Marvel, DC, <laughs> The Matrix." <laughs> um, but yeah, so Mad Max. This isn't the continuation I wanted, but considering all the uh, drama that was on set and after set uh, between Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron, it makes sense. I don't think they're ever going to be able to bring those two back together. I didn't know they had issues. Yeah, together. they hated working really? together. Wow, I didn't know that either. Yeah, they, uh, uh, some people said that it was a shock that they finished the movie. Wow. wow. Professional. Yeah, <laughs> professional. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I guess I'm happy that we're getting a continuation of sorts for this. Hopefully, I mean, it sucks that Charlie Theron isn't coming back, but we are getting a movie focused on Furiosa. It would be nice to get a movie focused on Max after this and just have Tom Hardy come back because, um, you know, why wouldn't you? Yeah. The uh, nice thing is George Miller is set to return to direct the uh, prequel. Dope. I so. feel like they killed off everybody in the, in the last movie, so it's like <laughs> it only makes sense to kind of go back and yeah. show some other shit because everybody's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, George Miller's returning, which that's uh, the biggest piece of news to me. Well, good news, at least. Uh, so I'm happy with that. 
Uh, next up, Spider-Man 3. This movie has been in the news for the last like month and a half, it rumor feels mill, like. Baby. Yeah, Rumor Mill is just turning and burning, you know? Uh, but Spider-Man 3 has some more news, some confirmed, some rumored, some speculation. But here we go. Spider-Man 3, like we announced last week, Jamie Foxx will be returning to the role of Electro. This time, not blue, not smurfed out. He will be a normal person. Uh, so that's nice. But along with that confirmed news, which Jamie Foxx confirmed himself, and this one has been confirmed by multiple sources, Dr. Strange Benedict Cumberbatch will be uh, appearing in Spider-Man 3. Now, they are saying this isn't uh, meant to be a cameo appearance as well. This will be a kind of a bigger deal than just, you know, stopping in and being like, oh, the multiverse, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Spider-Man. But uh, so, yeah, Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch will be making an appearance and on to the uh, some will say bigger. I say it's still a rumor, so I don't know what to think. But, mm -hmm. you know, all uh, all signals point towards where everyone's thinking. So this makes sense to me. But it is rumored that Andrew Garfield, the amazing Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire, uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> right there was no <laughs> spectacular no. <laughs> yeah so just spider-man uh are set to return to the roles of peter parker and uh peter the parker. webhead yeah peter parker on top of that uh tom hardy uh mad max himself <laughs> is rumored to be portraying his venom in the upcoming spider-man 3 movie which will be his first appearance in the mcu that movie sounds so fucking busy <laughs> it really <laughs> it does, does. Yeah, I, I don't know what to take from this. Like I said, these are all rumors so far. Um, we were talking about this earlier in the day, and for me, with all this, it's more or less everybody can kind of see where this is trying to go. So if you are if you have any type of credi uh, credibility, you just want to throw out that Hail Mary and hope that it happens because then you were the one who gets the street cred. You get the more credibility, like, oh, he said this months ago, and now it's confirmed. So... I don't know what to take from this, but uh, Spider-Man's been in the news like crazy, and with everything else, this just seems like it would be the thing following up. Um, on top of that, Juan wanted us to uh, mention to you all that I do not have his name. I just realized I forgot to ask you his name. Isn't it Neil? His, I know his thing on there is Ned, but <laughs> give I it to me, Neil. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah, give me the damn real name. Ned. We're gonna take pot shots at what his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad, my bad. So Juan will pull this up, but the actor Jacob, uh, Jacob, what? <laughs> ba I can't read. Uh, it's Batalon. Batalon. That's a badass last name. All right, Jacob so Batalon. Jacob Batalon, uh, the actor who portrays Ned, Peter Parker's best friend, in Far From Home Neil. and Homecoming, <laughs> Neil, uh, <laughs> has been in the news recently, and not for any confirmed characters or anything like that, but. He has had a pretty dramatic weight loss, and a lot of people are praising uh, praising him for that and everything, which, I mean, that's awesome. I, I think that's really, really cool, um, but there has been some speculation. I won't even put rumor on this. I'll put speculation that he may be portraying a character in the Sinister Six. So, in the comics, there's a character by the same name as Ned who portrays the villainous Hobgoblin. And the way things are kind of lining up, his weight loss kind of gearing him up for somebody who, you know, may be more in the limelight, which is 
not trying to come off it does sound bad to say but you know this is where the speculations are coming from it just seems like he's gearing up to play something of more importance and to take your mind away from that uh lovable ned character that everybody's so used to so there's a speculation that he may be jumping over to the character of the hobgoblin in what seems to be an upcoming sinister six movie hmm. i'm for it i uh I'd be happy for the actor. I just, I'm concerned just because he is Ned. Like, yeah, I was going to say, because, like, you're so used to him being such a goofy, fun-loving guy. Mm-hmm. So, all of a sudden, he's supposed to flip and just be, like, Fuck, like no. yeah, like super hardcore. And I don't know. Or may, I don't know. I feel like it would take time. Like, I, if they're going to do it in one movie, pfft. Yeah. Like, I know, I know of the character of the Hobgoblin, but if I were to be honest, I'm just, like, I'm not like familiar with like the origin complete and everything. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my whole thing. And uh, Steve mentioned this earlier <laughs> as well. I, I just think back to the James Franco, even, even Dane DeHaan failed versions of the, I mean, he wasn't even hobgoblin. He was goblin junior. He called him. Yeah. Gobby uh, junior. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but so it, it worries me in that aspect. I don't want to hear another. I'm the other guy, Peter. I don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want that line. I uh, I want a good hobgoblin, and I I want a goblin. I don't want somebody who got comb in their hair. I don't want a robot suit like everybody's just pissed off at Tony Stark, and it's more Stark tech. No, Wait, I don't like, want that. You didn't like the Green Goblin, um, the original? Yeah, Willem Dafoe was amazing, but I the suit still, was dope. It, it was cool for its time. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. I you think, want like a mutant, straight up like Goblin Goblin. Yeah, I want I want something to happen to this kid. I mean, shit, we're we're touching base on Celestials. Soon. I want them to have the tattered <laughs> outfits with the scales and the satchels. Okay. And, you know, oh, the you pumpkin the, yeah, bombs. The, you need the satchel, bro. Yeah, I, I need something. And that man I, I think we've seen too much tech recently. I even back then with James Franco's snowboard, I, I want to get away from that imagery. So I think the next best thing is mutation. I mean, we're we're gonna be seeing mutants soon. We're gonna be seeing uh, gods with the Eternals. I mean, why can't somebody turn into a damn hobgoblin? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I, I don't know. I, I I have my reservations with this whole thing. And Ned, I I got a lot of respect for the kid. And I, I like him in the role of Ned. But I just, I don't want them to ruin him. Because if this doesn't go good, he would be the one at fault, you know? People would be like, he should have just stayed Ned. And then he's going to have all these hateful me going on forums and be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I just want it to happen over the course of, like, two movies or something. You can't be that guy and then be... The other guy. I'm like, the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> in like one movie. You can't do that, dude. It's gotta be like a there's gotta be some kind of transition. There's gotta be some kind of major event that made him shift from being the guy in the chair to the guy on the fucking glider. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's what I need. I need some kind of transition and it's gonna take at least two movies to be a guy cemented in some character like that, uh, for it to work and make it believable, it's going to take some time. And I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing for Spider-Man because that, that means that would suggest that Spider-Man's got like another handful of movies, you know, to come. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, if the news is true and everything is happening the way people are rumoring it and speculating it to be, it would make sense. I mean, even way back when, uh, when Kevin Feige and Sony were having that huge Spider-Man's back at Sony because we can't make a deal. I want to say this was last year. Feels like five years ago because the last year. Um, but yeah, they we 
we're all freaking out because we thought yeah. MCU lost Spidey. And what, yeah. what were they going to do? Um, but way back when, around that time, I want to say a week before uh, Tom Hardy posted this picture of him in a suit on Instagram that got taken down really fast. And it was him in the Tom Holland suit. And it was referring to him, you know, joining the MCU at some point. And, you know, seeing I'll be seeing you or something like that. Um, but then, you know, they couldn't come to terms with things. But if all this stuff pans out to be true, it would make sense that they worked all this out during those discussions that, you know, Spider-Man needs to be a huge part of the future MCU, because realistically, we got the B team right now. If we don't got Spider-Man, we got the B team of Avengers. <laughs> we got a we got a crackhead Hulk with one arm. Take my strong hand. We got Rhodes, who I mean, he was depressed about his legs, and then he wasn't depressed about his legs. He's got legs. new legs now, bro. I, I mean, I get that, but he like his his character's legs. fluctuating more than Bitcoin. All right, <laughs> like Homeboy is just everywhere right now. Um, so I I don't know. You need that one top dog in. Spider-Man is Marvel's top dog. So it would make sense that they pen something out to where he will be here longer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's all speculation right now. It's all rumors besides Doctor Strange. That was the one piece of confirmed Spider-Man 3 news. The rest might be people I feel like taking pot shots. I feel like Strange will be like a um, like the new Tony Stark for him. Mm-hmm, the, mentor. the mentor type, yeah. I really hope that uh, they move past the sins of the father story type that I was talking about way back when. Like, I still am annoyed that, you know, he's always dealing with Tony's mistakes and people want to beat up this kid because Tony Stark's a dick. Uh, But, yeah, hopefully they can not move. I would like a a mentorship thing with uh, Doctor Strange. I just don't want his villains being like, beat up the kid now. (laughs) Fuck that kid. Beat him up. (laughs) <laughs> so i don't know uh yeah so we'll see what happens either way it, it is exciting news and we wanted to talk about it further but it's gonna be in the news again if this does become confirmed at some point uh so you know why we don't want to beat up a dead horse over and over and over and over it gets exhausting for us and i'm sure for you all so uh rapid recap it goes uh, moving on, Disney has uh, plans to ramp up its direct-to-consumer strategy by placing a higher priority on streaming in uh, light of the success of you know Disney Plus and everything like that. So it says, under the new strategy, Disney's content creation groups will focus on producing and delivering content for theatrical, linear, and streaming, with the primary focus uh, being the company's streaming services. So uh that's actually really really big news especially because we've been throwing this out there for i mean almost the beginning of this podcast correct yeah like the idea of no more theaters and streaming being the the main format but it's like if they want to do something like this like it and i mean it sucks because you know they have so many good properties and you know i know they say they'll still do movie theater theatrical releases and stuff Mm -hmm. But to continue to do this, you, they can't just simply rely on their back catalog and acquiring new catalogs of old stuff. Like, it's, you know, like, you better be plugging out that goofy Mickey Mouse money and making mad shows simultaneously 
and just up, you know, constantly having new stuff. Mm-hmm. And whether they go the Amazon route, whether they're doing the new episode each Friday, like what they do with the Mando, or if they're going to do some shows where they just like, hey, it's all here, binge it, or whatever they do, it's like, it's good in a way because if it's going to keep creative juices flowing where they constantly have to keep up in with the demand of stream, because stream is like so many streaming services, so little new stuff to do all the time. Like people are like, oh, there's so much stuff out there I haven't seen. And yeah, granted, there might be, but is there enough stuff out there that floats your boat to make sure that you watch what you want comfortably? Because I know that I'll scour and I'll I'll see shows and they're like, oh, you should watch Peaky Blinders. I'm, I don't think I want to watch that show. Yo, watch that fucking show. But I'm just, I mean, I know I'm it's a good show, you. but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you know, someone will throw a suggestion out to you. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like, like oh, yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, I feel yeah. that. But at the end of the day, you personally are going to be like, but I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> you or or that Circus stuff. Row or, or you know, don't watch certain things. You know what I'm saying? But it's <laughs> like, so they got to, I think they should have, you know, Keep that in mind, like, okay, so you're going to stick to streaming primarily, cool. What are you going to do to set yourself aside from everybody else? And then, are you going to pump out enough material? Like, are we going to have to wait a year in between every series, two years? And then, you know, another thing is, too, like, they already got HBO Max beat. Like, I was kind of mad. I, wa- I, I did end up getting HBO Max only to find out that they do not stream in 4K. Oh, okay. Oh wow, I didn't know that. For and 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 then the only the only reason I'm kind of slightly upset is cuz it's like 14.99 a month and you you're going to you're going to do me dirty like that. You lucky you have the Sopranos is all I'm going to say <laughs> like straight the fuck up. As for real like I've been binge watching the Sopranos and that's it but yeah, so for me just I hope they keep that in mind like keep us entertained and and think about the people that some people don't like all horror. Some people don't like all action or documentaries. Some people like certain things. And I hope they like have that in mind when they start trying to pump out more streaming mm. shows. Yeah, so uh, like, like the article was saying, they, that, that will be one of their primary focuses is making sure they have more. They have, uh, they have newer stuff coming out and not relying, like, like you said, on back, back catalogs and everything that like should that. have been their go-to in the beginning you know? oh it should have been but that did they do did they do well with mulan i honestly don't, I don't know, know i didn't really look at the not. numbers i think i think mulan was just it was the first it was the first time anybody tried to balls up and be like here's here's our premium here's here's what you get for doing this and people were already like i pay eight dollars for this and three other services and i don't want to and it's like it's understandable but it's like you also have to understand where these companies are coming from and as consumers do we want like you said new shows or do we want back catalogs because if we just want back catalogs pay the pay the eight dollar or the twelve dollar package and do you want the kid down the road playing the main character or do you want a certified actor Mm -hmm. taking the role yeah so it's it's like i I'm on both sides for that. Thirty Shop bucks, local. it's a little steep, but it's also a new thing. It's something that wasn't shown elsewhere. People didn't have access to, and you know they put a lot of money into it. A lot of work went into this thing. It wasn't plus million. Yeah, it wasn't just some web series that they right. were like, "Here, we're gonna knock this out with twenty grand, and then charge you thirty dollars for." It's <laughs> like that's what people don't really grasp and understand, but. I fully understand that it was the first attempt 
of its kind. Yeah, Nobody else money. tried that. They lost money. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they so, lost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of figured they would. But they also, knowing that, They've that's the big lesson. thing. They're still going forward with it, um, which, is, too, which is crazy. I heard that going forward, these things are going to just be included with um, Disney+. Plus. That you're not going to be mm-hmm. paying these $30 extensions for each each product and shit so i i feel like that's a huge i think that's a big risk but i also think that's a one way to generate your your uh your buyers yeah because I, mean, I mean think think of hbo max and i think hbo max is honestly one of their reason behind being like okay let's push this because i mean you could always throw netflix in there but netflix wasn't involved in cinema they right. weren't involved in theater. So it's it's not like they were like, okay, we had to compete with this studio that is only focused on theater, but now is focused on streaming. They were always streaming. Or, you know, you rent the, the DVDs back in the day mm-hmm. and send that shit back. We don't talk about <laughs> like, yeah. uh, The long, long time. Yeah, the, the long, long time. Um, but, yeah, so either you were – like that's the only person they could look at is HBO Max because, you know, it's Warner Brothers. It's all these – it's AT&T overall – but they had to look at them and be like, okay, what are you doing? Because you've ha- you have network channels just like they had the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. You have movies that are going straight to theater just like they did. Now they're already in the process of being like, let's focus on our streaming some but still focus on theatrical. Now Disney's the first one to be like, we're going to focus most of our attention on streaming. But the fact that you know Warner Brothers and HBO Max had the balls to be like, we're going to put $70 million into finishing up Justice League, and then we're going to possibly continue from right. there. It's like that that definitely is a power play, and people paid attention to it, proof being in this story that, you know, Disney now, Mickey the Mouse is focusing on streaming, mm-hmm. which, I mean, that's crazy to think about. But, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I'm sure – MCU stuff, it'll always be theater as long as theaters are there. Uh, I, oh yeah, Juan, we are we are gonna go see uh, Tenant tomorrow. Oh, you're gonna um, see it? Yeah. Oh, so if you yeah. guys are down, but uh, yeah. So I was looking at all the show times, and it's like, like Hocus Pocus is back in there, and like yeah, I'm going to all these all that, these actually. like random ass movies. It's good shit. The, sh- the show times are so like wobbly. Like I'm I'm just kind of boggled by it, and <laughs> that might be our future what of time theaters. You is know, your show. Uh, I think the three thirty one. Okay, we went at seven. Oh, okay. Odd, but. but yeah, so it's yeah, it's it's just so it's a weird thing going on right now with theaters. So if they can continue that and push through it and theaters stay alive, then yeah, we're always gonna see MCU there. But you know, I mean, well, things why? are changing. So did you have to wear a mask the whole time you watched the movie? I mean, <laughs> they tell you. I mean, all right. So it comes up on the screen. <laughs> I was getting a refill at this time, but as I was coming back into the theater, I heard. Mass at all time, and I was just like, "Well, I how think that to eat this yeah, how are you gonna eat or drink or whatever?" I think it's just it's one of those things they say. It's just like and a restaurant, yeah. When you're at your seat, at your seat uh, and stuff. Yeah, your stuff. People were taking them off, and then everybody inside the theater as well. Once they got to their seat and shit, they were eating. Everybody had their mask on, and they, the way they had their seats, they separate you by like Rose. four by like four seats. Like you, uh, there was the whole row had three groups of like four. You know, and then they nice. had gaps of four to five in between each pr- uh, group. So then, I mean, you're – and then they would have – yeah, like Rudy said, rows. So you would have that row that would be separated by seats, and then that next row would be completely empty. 
and the row after that would be you know again separated by seats so that's cool yeah I, it's 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 same same but different you know what <laughs> i mean you just like you put your mask on and then you you take the shit off right that's yeah cool. so it, it's it's definitely going to be a a work in progress and i guess we'll see where theaters go from here um but yeah i i think uh considering i mean it's been something we've been talking about for a long while now uh to me it's it's kind of exciting to see all this stuff happening it, it sucks in certain ways but also we've been seeing youtubers do this like fan films with no budget that look better than the movies so you might start seeing some like up-and-coming superstars who can like make this shit work with no budget because of their fan films and stuff like that and to me i think that's exciting um here's looking at you bat in the sun you know <laughs> maybe you can get some different actors to play with this time though <laughs> yeah just nothing but troy and dude, <laughs> Jason dude. And aaron the whole time <laughs> yeah but um so yeah disney looking to focus primarily well not primarily but you know just make a focus of their yeah make a focus i still think disney that's Plus. circumstantial uh Giving, gi- uh, given the obvious circumstances of how everything are, I don't know how that's going to be. I think the, I think right now you're going to keep it until th- until there are some some changes. Like Joel had mentioned as well too beforehand, because I mentioned this to the group that I think all this stuff is circumstantial, just because of our giving situation. And Joel had mentioned that he thinks that these are the new norms. I hate saying that, <laughs> but anyways, like this is the new what we're going to be continuing to deal with in the future. And I don't find that to be, I don't find that to be like a thing. Like, I think that that's actually going to, I think things will bottom out post election. All this shit is going to kind of like bottom out. They're going to have like, uh, cause we are eventually going to get to a point where it's just, this is going to be like the flu where you, you get a shot and, or whatever you get, you know, some kind of, uh, vaccine vaccine you know for it and then people will work around it and just deal with it like how we deal with every other uh disease and shit and so i think at some point there are there there things are going to be going back to the way that you remember but it's just one of those things of like how much is affected from the time that we're dealing with right now to the point that when we get to it it becomes normal again and you might see the theaters fucking take a hit because i i said that I would like to see novelties like uh, drive-ins become more of a commonplace. Mm-hmm. But then you have to worry about, like, weather. You know I mean? You can only do it for so long, and then the weather kind of fucks you, So yeah. especially in Michigan. Um, so, I mean, you're going to need theaters to supplement for drive-ins. But I just I always think that there's going to be some kind of place, maybe not three theaters in your in your town. Yeah, and see, that's what I mean. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, you might have that one theater that survives or some shit, but, like, I think that's what it'll come up you know kind of come down to again it's just these people are taking hits and the businesses are taking hits and that's what i'm really curious to see because this as of right now of course it's going to be this way but i just don't know how long that's going to be and i feel like it's going to change and i don't want to give a time let's just say next year sometime (laughs) next year late next year or some shit you know yeah you're not wrong i mean it it definitely is going to come down to which theater is scrappier right who wants the turf Gang Fucking wars. Star. <laughs> I know you like that popcorn over there. That stale ass popcorn. I mean, I'm just saying, they didn't close down recently. Ah, uh, yeah, but Holland's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Brock Lesnar was back too, and then his ass I'm got kicked back. back into retirement. That's true. He got kicked in the ribs or something. <laughs> he said, "Oh God." <laughs> Ended his whole the career. The double, double tree. 
Uh, but yeah, so um, focusing on their new strategy and everything like that, Disney has announced that their upcoming Pixar film, Soul, will uh, skip its theatrical release and head oh. straight to Disney Plus for the holidays. So this will be released on Christmas for free on Disney Plus instead of going the route of a theatrical release, which they were planning. Yeah, it looks dope. So that's uh, the first... I guess piece of that in motion, uh, no Mulan premium type thing or anything no like Mulan. that, but sold for free on Christmas. Um, other than that, Disney Plus also recognized its um or reorganized its Marvel screen by now calling all the non MCU films, which were uh like X Men and Fantastic Four and everything like that. Uh, not MCU, but Marvel Legacy movies. Stupid. So. Legacy movies? <laughs> yeah. Dumb. So, yeah, I mean, I, especially with, you know, in comic terms, there are so many other, like, actual terms in the comics that you could have used and everything, Elseworlds and shit like that. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> it's something. I guess I guess they're, it's their way of uh, removing them from the MCU. I was going to say not canon like shit. Just fuck. Not <laughs> canon. How about that? Not canon to the movies. Give some people some credit. Let them figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all for Disney Plus. This next one isn't really movies or series because it's not visual, but I'm really excited about this and it is a, um, uh, what are these called? It's like a audio drama. And so uh, the news is David Goyer, David S. Goyer, the writer of uh, the Nolan trilogy. He's also the person who helped uh, pen the Ben Affleck Batman solo trilogy that we haven't seen yet. Uh, There's been talk of that for the last couple weeks. Um, But yeah, David uh, S. Goyer is writing an original scripted podcast for Spotify called Batman Unburied. And it says uh, it will be an audio drama that will explore the darker aspects of Bruce Wayne's psychology. Sorry about that. Let me yeah, turn my phone be. down. Yeah. There we go. Oh, sorry, Victor. <laughs> he I said Apex guy. question I mark. I swear to God, he did that to me like a couple days ago. I ghosted him. <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, but, yeah, so it is a uh, podcast that will explore the darker aspects of Bruce Wayne's psychology. Um, and it will debut on Spotify in 2021. No exact date or anything like that. That's got to be a Riddler thing. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's just a Batman it, thing. What he's thinking is an inner I, monologue. I was th- I was thinking like uh like Hugo Strange if mm. it's going after the uh you know the psyche and shit. yeah the psyche of Bruce Wayne. Okay. But uh, this will be the first original narrative from Spotify. And Warner Brothers, and it's a part of a DC's multi-year partnership to produce and distribute an original slate of narrative scripted podcasts. So that to me is really really cool Sounds because cool. there's there's times where like I don't want to watch movies, I don't want to watch a series or anything. I want to work on something and have a podcast going. That's why I really enjoy like Dungeons and Dragons podcast because it's all stuff that you're just hearing. Uh, but one thing that this is exactly like they're kind of uh, following again uh, would be the Sandman podcast that they released with Audible, uh, which had a huge cast. I haven't finished it yet, but it's amazing. And um, way back, I want to say two years ago now, they released the Wolverine, the long winter audio podcast. Yeah. And these things are really, really cool because it puts you in a three dimensional 
audio like type of uh environment so if you're listening especially in headphones and they're you know they have like i'm pretty sure every set of headphones has it now but it has like the 3d scope um it sounds like people are walking around you so it's not just people talking and giving a character they actually make uh sound effects and everything so if somebody's shooting at batman or there's a battering you can hear all this happening so it's it's just like taking in a movie without the visuals so i I think there's a lot to be done with that i i really hope that a lot of people take part in doing this with other ips and stuff like that i've I've listened to shit like that before i was um narnia and they had the whole sound effects and it was like a movie that you couldn't see yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so I've, i've done that and i enjoyed it a lot uh if they continue to do it with characters that you're familiar with like that then yeah it'd be dope yeah, I love it too because then it's you don't need a huge budget. I mean, yeah, it does break the budget. All it is is like you need sound technicians and people that can actually make some sound that's like dope, but mm-hmm. voice actors. Yeah, and then just a good, vo- yeah, good voice actors because <laughs> obviously that's everything. If you got some shitty ass Batman, it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, so I don't know. Uh, it's not movies or series, but it's still exciting and it's. I guess this would be the best spot to put it in this podcast. Yeah, nah, bro. It should have been comic book news. I'll slap you right that's now. Not com- how's that comic I book mean, news? It's, com- <laughs> it's Batman, bro. Like, that's comic book news. What I mean, mean, it's Spider-Man's in, uh, in this bitch. I guess so, but that's a movie, though. Like, yeah, that's comic book news, bro. Comic book is all visual. This is all audio. What you mean? Yeah, that's an audio comic book, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, uh, speaking of comic books, up next is uh, comic book. <laughs> All right, so this week's uh, pick of the week. What just happened? <laughs> um, What's going on? It just so it went from comics, and then it instantly played the sounder that I played before, <laughs> and it shouldn't have done that. I don't know, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> I guess we're just going. Uh, so, yeah, for comic books this week, uh, like the last few weeks, we're going to share with you some books that are fresh on the racks at your local comic shop. So if anybody is already into reading comic books or somebody is interested in jumping on at some point, this is a good segment to possibly find a comic book for yourself that you might enjoy. So first off with uh, DC Comics, we got Rorschach number one, and this is from... Tom King. So if you're not familiar with Tom King, he has been a powerhouse at DC Comics recently. Uh, does a lot of work for their Black Label, which is a more adult-themed uh, comic book and everything like that. So we're talking his amazing, uh, award-winning Mr. Miracle run. He's now working on the likes of uh, Adam Strange with Strange Adventures, which is really good as well. Uh, cool story. I like the fact that they've been involving uh, Mr. Terrific on there as well. Uh, but yeah, so Rorschach, it says, it's been 35 years since Ozymandias dropped a giant inter, uh, yeah, interdimensional squid on New York City, killing thousands and destroying the public's trust in heroes once and for all. So little spoiler alert for those of you who have only seen the movie of Watchmen. It's not the same. <laughs> it's uh, way, way different as, as I said, uh, giant squid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and since th- uh, that time, one figure in a fedora mask and trench coat has become a diverse cultural icon. So speaking of the title character Rorschach, 
And this story is about a certain character coming back. So Rorschach himself coming back into the public eye and becoming somewhat of a assassin. He's been attached to this assassination on the president and all this and that. And it's really a detective story on figuring out, you know, who is this person? Is this Rorschach? And why are they, you know, attacking the president? So that dropped this week for DC Comics. Let me scroll down. My notes just jumped all the way up. I hate when it does that. Uh, all right. Marvel Comics, Warhammer 40K, Marnius Calgar. And this is uh, what we talked about way back when, I want to say about three months ago. This is Warhammer 40K's jump into comic books with uh, their first outing with Marvel Comics. And it says, Marnius Calgar, the legendary chapter master of the Ultramarines, leads his elite space marines against humanity's greatest threat in an endless war. Witness the origin story from Kieran Gillen. So Kieran Gillen is the author of uh, the likes of Uncanny X-Men, Journey into Mystery, and The Wicked and Divine. And the last pick that we have for you, this one caught my last minute. I didn't know that this was even dropping and it wasn't on the list beforehand but i switched it up because it sounds pretty intriguing so this is coming from aftershock comics which is a smaller indie uh, publisher and everything like that but it's called we live number one so set in a near future where a number of different events including climate collapse in a world war claim dominance over uh the few remaining resources have left only a third of humanity alive the unthinkable happens a message arrives from space announcing the upcoming unavoidable extinction of the human race. But there's a small sliver of hope. However, uh, those responsible for the forthcoming genocide promises that 5,000 children will be spared. So they are given these bracelets that indicate that they are the ones marked for. Uh, how did they say it? I forgot to uh, put this part down. I realized that I didn't copy and paste the rest of the article. Essentially, they are given these bracelets that mark them as safe. And as long as they can make it to one of these beacons that they put around the world, they will be essentially abducted into space and they will survive the upcoming apocalypse. So the story is about this, uh, this girl and her younger brother and her attempt to save him trying he was uh one of the kids lucky enough to have a bracelet and she's trying to get him to this uh beacon before the world ends and the story picks up five days before the impending doom happens which i kind of like that because it's like you're not going to get all the extra filler there's no nonsense it's just right off rip you're thrown right into the end of the world <laughs> and you're following this uh couple of siblings who are just trying to survive together but the one twist is the little brother doesn't know she doesn't have a bracelet so she's doing everything she can while trying to keep up an appearance for him because he's gonna have to leave her at the end which is some sad shit sounds like a spoiler to me goddamn. well i mean it's it's uh thrown in there on the first few pages i guess well that's what they say in the interview all right, all right. i mean I, 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 don't, I don't have an inside view on this shit i read the same articles anybody else can uh -huh. <laughs> i wish i had insight on that that'd be cool as hell um but yeah so those are the picks of the week so if you are interested in reading comic books or anything like that or something like that sounds like it'd be uh up your alley check your 
local comic shop right now. I'm sure they have those. And then uh, the last thing for comic news that I wanted to discuss is the upcoming Ninja Turtles uh, book, which should have been out by now, but uh, due to some creative differences they kind of went back to the drawing board and are working on i don't know if it was the overall art or just some panels that they didn't like but they are working on the artwork again and trying to fix things up he left when was it supposed to come out he left for, uh, uh it was supposed to come out september wasn't it mm-hmm, september yeah uh he andy coon was the artist the original artist on it and he left i guess for personal reasons okay what they're saying so they brought in i don't know who the other guy is um I just was looking at this ash can. I don't even know what an ash can is, to be honest. So ash can is a preview. So uh, I actually have it. Theirs is a usually ash cans are really small uh, print printed books, and you will get a essentially a taste of what the comic will provide. Is it like a couple? Pages yeah, it's of it? uh, this one. I want to say is about seven pages okay. of the overall comic, and it just shows you you know the artwork, the coloring, and. Uh, just the f- first few pages of dialogue and everything like that. Uh, but theirs was oversized, which was kind of cool. So the, these other names besides Eastman and Laird, you guys could tell me if this guy doesn't sound like he – or one of them's new. So it's either Delgado, uh, Escorza, or Waltz. I don't know which one is the new artist that came on, but they brought a new guy in to redraw stuff and retweak <coughs> the art for the book. Okay. And I, I, I personally think it's actually better. I've seen some of the comparisons of the old art versus the new art. Mm-hmm. I feel like the new art is a little more detailed um, in the work. And also, like, the turtle faces. Uh, in the old art, it was more Eastman-looking, where it was kind of like flat faces. And, like, if you're familiar with a lot of the old Eastman uh, turtles, yeah, they have those, like, flat faces, like um, – it's kind of like this one that I have up here. So Walt's yeah, more, actually more been on this. More blockier, though. Yeah, Walt's already been on this one, so it must be another person. I don't know which one it is. It's either got to be that uh, Delgado or... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure who Esmeralda. they brought in. But anyways, they have more round faces on the newer art style that they have brought in. Yeah, so I they had to go back and redraw the whole Yeah, well, series. I'm not sure if they're drawing everything, but they're drawing a lot of it. I don't know how much of that the comic was finished with um, uh, that Coon guy. I don't know how much he had done but whatever he had done they're going back and re- redoing his work so okay i want to say that it, it affected two issues i think that's what the story okay. was and it, well how many issues is it five right is i'm it, actually not sure i thought it was like a short run it, it is going to be a, a mini series it's it's definitely has an end point but i'm not sure where exactly it is i feel like if it is a mini series even though it, if it does well it's it's something's happening like they're going to continue it like, well so that's actually the the uh, piece of news that i was going to cover okay. so uh in an interview kevin eastman himself has said that he considers this storyline to be part of the old school mirage studios turtles okay. so for those of you that aren't familiar way back in the 80s uh, the first appearance of the Ninja Turtles are not the lovable, comedic turtles that everybody Cartoons. grew up with. Yeah, they're not obsessed with pizza and punching foot soldiers in the in the face and then leaving them knocked out. These dudes were all about vengeance and revenge, and they the wanted to. In the first issue. Yeah, they wanted to murder <laughs> people. Uh, yeah, and definitely they thought that that Ninja Turtles would be a one-off. No one's going to buy this. We're just having fun with it. We're two roommates who had an idea and we want to see it come to life. 
and they made a cool villain in the in the shredder and then they murdered him like Juan said in the first <laughs> issue. <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh so that is a little brief sto- like story time of the Ninja Turtles if you weren't uh aware they were more adult themed when they first appeared. And that should say something. So if Kevin Eastman is saying he considers the upcoming storyline, the last Ronin to be part of the Mirage Studios universe, that already shows these guys mean business, the, you know, or this guy, because considering the, the rest of them are dead, yep. um, it, there will be some some killing. There's going to be some adult uh, content, and it's more or less for the, I guess, audience that grew up with these turtles, not the rise of the TMNT and everything like that. Uh, and there was another question in this interview that said, the last Ronin will see the TMNT, well, one of them, return to a darker world, similar to the ones they were born into at Mirage Comics. I thought it was Mirage Studios. Um, it says, do you think the TMNT franchise would benefit from leaning on its grittier roots? And this is something that Kevin Eastman has commented on before, uh, but again, he doubled down and answered with this uh, answer. He says, I definitely 100% believe so. I've spent the last seven years touring 15 to 20 shows a year, and I've had the awesome experience to talk with a lot of the fans of all ages about what they like and what they don't like about different versions of the Turtles. Uh, It's a really great cross-section of voices, but the one that rises above the rest are the original fans, not just the Mirage, but the original cartoon and toy series. That original cartoon was their entry point, then the toys, and the video games, as well as the early films, and they were fully hooked. But just as they were uh, growing beyond the kids' versions, uh, he put in quotations, they often discover the Mirage books, the uh, role-playing games, the edgier universe. And they were stuck back in uh, that time for life. The majority of these fans that want to be entertained by their favorite characters at their age level, and then he quotes 30-somethings, uh, they want right. to see the TMNT in the Daredevil TV series universe. That's right. Well written and with <laughs> R-rated action. Turtle sex. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he says, I don't want to make predictions, but if the last Ronin lands <laughs> with fans the way we hope it will, we have some pretty solid ideas where to take it, given the chance to. So, so he's... Ends? He's really he said if I get that 50 million dollar contract <laughs> <laughs> he's really hoping that this sells well which I mean predictions and orders are already really high up there I'm surprised they're not we sold could possibly out see yeah what their what their pre-orders and shit mm-hmm. that surprised me but yeah so I I'm excited for that I I think that's definitely something that people should want to do I mean of course you always want to make these characters likable for the generations to come but, but it's out there already yeah like that's already out there bro mm-hmm. if you want that likable shit it's already out there and they're going to continue to make that cartoon you mm-hmm. know what i mean there cuz there's always going to be a turtles cartoon exactly so, so why not can, try yeah, something else you can do both you can do both and they don't have to be the same shit mhm so i like the fact that he is a creator who fully understands that he has to you know you got to appeal to both you can't just Always rely on the children and the toys because you have adults who are going to buy the right. toys of this new fucked up movie if you get to make it and stuff <laughs> like that. But, uh, yeah, so the last Ronin number one will be released on October 28th. So not too far out. All right. um, I can't wait for it. I mean, I've already been 
dying for it. I have a little because I did go back and read my ash can um, and I paid a little bit more attention to it. There is a scene and a spoiler alert for some of you, I suppose. Um, Whoa, spoiler. <laughs> uh, never mind. It's too late. <laughs> Damn it. I lied. That was a huge. Uh, sorry, we're, we're still working with uh, <laughs> mouse clicking for um, <laughs> sounders and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, so a little bit of a spoiler. But in one of the panels. You have the the last Ronin walking through the sludge going up to what is a very high walled off New York and attempting to get in. And there's vo- like you hear these people talking to him behind him and like, what's your plan? What are you going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, uh, I can't remember what he says exactly. But one of the talk bubbles says that sludge is probably highly toxic and has like all this and that he says very articulated articulated scientific type stuff which leads me to believe in the next panel when he's like yeah well if you don't like it why don't you stay back and then there's like a chuckle from one of them and says yeah or and then he says yeah i know wherever i go you go and then it shows him walking by himself and that's what the story focuses on is like when you lose people, they're still with you. Like, and that's what him and his brothers are. So it leads me to believe that Donnie is dead, is gone. Yeah. So either that or <laughs> Raph hit the books. <laughs> <laughs> One of them got smart. Yeah, but I don't know. It was just to me that was kind of a big tell. Um, but I, it it very well could have been Leonardo. Leonardo isn't as scientific, which it wasn't the most scientific. But it the just fact sounded that, like it. Sounded yeah, like, yeah. But then again, if it was Donatello. He, they would have to listen to him, you know, as much as they can silence him. If right. they're with him in a form, they have to listen to what he says. So I'm sure they would pick up on that. So I don't know. It could be a tell. It could be a uh, just, you know, some some fog in there that they wanted to throw out. But either way, I uh, I do like the banter that they have back and forth with them. And then we get the the narration, like the monologuing from the old Mirage comics where the like Raphael took out two with the size and a kick to the head he enjoyed it i could tell like all that <laughs> stuff you get that like where he's walking up and uh horrible barbed wire and high fences it's almost like they're trying to keep people from getting out not getting in their mistake you get like, the resident <laughs> evil action yeah like so that's that's pretty cool that they're bringing it back to uh that whole thing but like i said october 28th if the last ronin is something that you've been uh, anticipating looking forward to make sure to hit up your local comic shop get that on your poll list or start a poll list if you don't know poll list or something if you know about a book in advance and you want to make sure you get a first print or make sure you get a, a print in general uh, you just call them up and say hey can I add this book to my poll or if it's an ongoing series and you get into it hey can I put this on my poll and every time one of those comes out instead of you being like oh crap I missed it and they sold out it's always in there just you know make sure you're one of the people who aren't dicks and leave them with the bill <laughs> go pick up your books if you do have a poll um next up video games oh shit i was so enthralled by that because <laughs> i have i just started a poll at tardy's like well i don't know i didn't say let me start a poll i just said hey man i really want that comic they were like oh don't worry about it we got it you we got you so you got a like, poll right, cool. <laughs> bitch you got a poll <laughs> Right, you got right. a you got a number there. <laughs> all right, well, Rudy, you can't you can't even hear this shit. I can't hear it. Well, I'm you remember right, what it sounded like. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, it's, all, it's faded now. It's faded now. <laughs> there it goes. Yeah, it's gone. That's gone. Like I said, I already forgot what so, it was. So yeah, we this that was the last for those that are listening to the show. Uh, if you know, if you notice that I used that already, and I just haven't changed anything since we <laughs> stopped doing shows here, and I didn't grab any new music or whatever. So I just figured we use that one right now. But Steve, you got to hear it. And you're can I, I, I heard can, that I, can I ask a question? Yeah, right, go ahead. Can I get the system? Yeah, it's uh Super Super Nintendo. That was specifically from Super Nintendo. But it's on mm. Genesis, I believe, as well. Sonic. No. God damn it. God uh, damn it, Steve. Uh, Rudy, you <laughs> you heard it. It's not Sonic. So it's not going to be one of the flagship titles of Super Nintendo. What the hell? Could have been, and also, I said you said I said Super Nintendo. <laughs> I said you said you said I said, <laughs> and you said Sonic. I mean, somebody because you said be Sega. Like, yeah, I said it's also on Sega. Yeah, but so Sonic, Sonic was flagship. yeah, Sonic was never on Super Nintendo. Though. We don't know if Steve used to play him or not. Maybe he's used to Sonic being on Smash. Yeah. Which big air should have been number one. Oh man. <laughs> I honestly, I have no idea. I like I've just been getting mixed up with different games. I dig Doug. No, it's uh, <laughs> Doctor Mario. That's Doctor Mario. Wait up! What? Yeah, then how's fun. it on Sega? What? Doctor Mario ain't never been on Sega. Oh yeah, I fucking lied. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's why I just said it can't be a flagship title. Hey, you're right. Like, you're right. Wait, hey, look, man. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Well, let me do that to myself, cause. Uh... <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was on Genesis. <laughs> I meant okay, it's meant I meant uh, I meant regular Nintendo. It's on yeah, regular uh-huh. Nintendo. Yeah, but it's also on Super. That was specifically. You get Super over Mario. here and you kiss Steve. He's crying. <laughs> that's my bad. That's my. That's my. <laughs> making fun of him. I was making fun of you. <laughs> that was, that's my bad. I don't like. Let's it. just edit that. <laughs> no, we're not editing <laughs> shit. We're going straight into the video game All news. Right, go ahead. So it's finally official. Doom guy's name is Brian or some shit. <laughs> is it Brian or some shit? <laughs> Doom guy. Uh, <laughs> Doom guy? <laughs> yep, Doom guy. So, uh, the quote is... Doom guy. And this is a uh, tweet coming from a random fan saying, I still want to know if Doom guy's name is BJ Bowskowicz, Flynn Taggart, John Kane, or what? So, he is asking ID Software co-founder John Romero, who simply replied... Doom guy's name is Doom guy. Said, Look, I'm uncreative <laughs> as shit. It's Doom guy. So I don't know if those were like names that were thrown out during the series or anything like I that. But he has confirmed that Doom, Doom guy. guy's name is in fact Doom guy. Uh, so for any of you uh, Doom fans who are wondering, there you go. Doom, Doom guy. guy's name is Doom guy. Uh, in other news, going back to Nintendo, like uh, Juan screwed us over right there. Hey, man. <laughs> Nintendo has Unreal. sued a uh, TikTok influencer and OnlyFans star by the name of Digital Princess, oh. formerly known as Pokey Princess. She was contacted by Nintendo after attempting to trademark her Pokemon-inspired username. The company issued a cease and desist order informing Pokey Princess at the time, named that, now Digital Princess, uh, that her username and merchandise, which features Pokemon imagery, infringe Nintendo's copyright. She has since been forced to change her username and pay back 
all money earned via sales what? of the Pokemon featured merch to Nintendo. And was she, was she used her name to sell their products or well her like apparel and stuff like her t-shirts and stuff oh, had she had legit pokemon. pokemon like not altered nothing like that Oh, just straight up pokemon Stra- yeah it wasn't like a person oh yeah i'm looking at it it's po- mew. Yeah. just straight up mew on her yeah shirt. it's straight up mew like yeah, she straight up stole the shit mm-hmm. and uh they also did this because they didn't want their i like their branding uh X-rated, affiliated maybe. with her only fans yeah yeah x-rated she's getting dirty on that mm. uh but they also must have made out like some bandits because she had 1.9 million followers on TikTok. So they made some money off this girl. <laughs> I wonder how much Damn. she made just selling her products. Dude, I don't know, man. Selling her what? So, I mean, selling her products. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll say this. Uh, in an interview, she was very chill about it. She was like, I'm not trying to make any excuses. Uh, I just want to talk about it in hopes that um, people – coming up behind me might take a different route when they pick a username and you know, you might make it big and you just, you want to use a name that you like, but maybe that's not the best idea. Like she was really cool about it. I mean, yeah, so, just don't steal yeah, shit. Just don't, yeah. name, <laughs> it's just don't use somebody. It's not that even, it's not okay. If she drew them, you mm-hmm. maybe, you know, but it's just straight up. If it's just straight up, you stole stock image Mew, then you know that's the, that's probably the problem. Then. Yeah. Well, was it Mew or Mew Two? I see. No, this Mew. is Mew. This is Mew. But maybe she Pokey had a Princess. Yeah, yeah. So Pokey yeah, Princess. they hit a lick on Pokey Princess and got paid. She so, has some cool tattoos. Though. So, <laughs> real quick, then, did you guys hear the other Pokemon news? Do you mm-hmm. have that before you? Is it about logic? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I, didn't <laughs> I didn't want to just like throw it out there like last time. No, no, you good, like, you good. Steve. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. Still. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> so continuing with the uh, Pokemon news. Also, we have some other somewhat breaking news. Oh, Jake Paul sucks. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no, all. Uh, no. He doesn't get the fucking oh, sounder. Okay, no, 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 Jake Paul sucks. He tried to pull this prank because he, he purchased this fake uh, Pikachu card that's worth hundreds of thousands of dollars and it was supposed to be that he found out it was fake and he was going to punch this window as a prank he punched the window cut himself and got nine stitches and was on com. <laughs> fuck that dude he wasn't even hurt it said jake paul rushed to the hospital after said, prank goes he, wrong no his tweet his tweet was <laughs> something like uh i punched this window after i found out my two million dollar card was a fake and then I almost bled out, and I had to get nine stitches. Super clickbait. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. I almost bled out. You oh, know, master clickbaiter. <laughs> <laughs> the master clickbait. But yeah, so that's not why we're here. The other Pokemon-related news concerns the X rapper Logic. Whoa, 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 whoa! X-Rapper. Bobby. X-Rapper. Bobby Hall. Yeah. What? You didn't know? No, I didn't know he stopped making yeah, music. Yeah, Logic retired. Fucking retired. That's uh, his last album. Yeah, a couple months back. Which was pretty fucking fire. Oh yeah, it's good. What? Yep. He uh. he retired because he wants to focus on family. Yep. So and he made a really dope song about it, where he's talking like detailing walking through Target. Mm-hmm. Like that song when he's like, "What else do you guys want me to talk about? My life sucks. <laughs> I can't make this shit up every time." I was like. 
Yeah, that's, that's a really good. Wait, point. wait, wait! Like family, <laughs> like his immediate family, or like no, like, like his, his dad. And he's yeah, he's a dad now. No, I meant his dad. No. Oh no, no, no. Because no, no, like his in son. his in his music, he was talking about like you know he's been ignoring his family and shit. Okay, so well, yeah, that's way back when. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, but no, like, yeah, he wants to he wants to be you know essentially a better dad than his dad was. I mean, uh, that's why his dad called him up on that one song. He's yeah, like, yo, can yeah. you stop talking shit, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. I mean, that's cool. Is it like, is it a, is he a brand new dad or what is it? Yeah, his son is a year old. I'm saying, but this is his first kid. Yeah, that'll change, bro. That that's <laughs> that new shit, bro. Like that, I guarantee he comes out of retirement. Maybe well, that's like no. That. Well, so here here's the thing. So he signed a contract with Twitch to uh, be a streamer. Yeah. So again. he works on like okay. beats and then he plays video games. Uh, but there is news that Def Jam is pulling something in his contract where he has to make one more album. Mm-hmm. But Ooh. he's fighting them because they failed to paid. pay yeah. certain people from the, the last album. So there's word that he's going to come out and pretty much just make a clown album. Oh, <laughs> but I just, album? yeah, but I, I don't know if I see Bobby he, doing I that. Think, I, I don't, think, I don't think he has it in him yeah. to make shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah. he might just make the most flame album well, and be like, I'm fucking out. <laughs> if, he's, if he's like, I know, you know, like, I'm a fan of him, mm-hmm. and his music has always been really good to me. And I can tell you right now, he's really young. He has his new kid, and he's more excited right now because, yeah, life just happens. It proceeds. You go. But no matter what, just like any football player, just like, uh, what do you call it? Like, just if like you, Jordan. If, if you remember the watching the old Rocky movies, specifically Rocky Four when Apollo's about to go fight the the Russian, when he's about yeah, to go fight Dolph yeah, Lundgren, and he's trying to convince... When he's trying to convince Rocky to be in his corner, mm-hmm. right. and Rocky's like, yo, we're, we're done, you know, we, we did our own thing, we're good, you know, we got money, and he's like, it ain't about the money. You have an instinct, like, this was your passion, this is what you like to do, no matter what. You will always get called back to it. Mm-hmm. Like, even now and then, I got a whole bunch of songs that I record secretly... I don't tell nobody, like, oh, I recorded a new song. Unless it's, like, extra, 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 super dope, whatever. But, <laughs> but like, I'll go through spurts where I will not record music for maybe a year, two years, and then all of a sudden I want to do it. I, ca- I have It's almost not that I want to do it. It's, like, you just have to do it. Like, whether you release it to anybody or you don't. But he's the caliber of rapper that I think that he'll, you know, he'll do it. He'll record dope music, and then he'll have a catalog, and he can just, he'll release it. So that's... My input on I I agree Mr. with Logic. you, man. Dude, he's thirty years old, bro. I just looked yeah. that shit up. First kid, you know, you know how I mean, Rudy, you're fucking fairly new at being a dad. Like, it's like it changes, hype. it changes, all, it changes a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. it changes at, like almost every aspect of your life. What you thought was what you were gonna be doing versus what you are doing completely changes. And especially with that first kid, because you're trying to figure stuff out. And I f- I feel like. It's his first kid. You know what I mean? You want to be there. You want to do that stuff. When that second kid comes around or, like, you know, when that shit fades around. Or that kid gets a little older. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 like, then you start wondering, okay, like, th- oh, there's a there's a great thing that Bill Burr talks about, too. Because he's, like, in one of his uh, comedies, he says how you, like, when you get wrapped up in that, it becomes your own bubble. And you start, like, focusing on your own personal bubble. You're doing everything in there. And er- all the meanwhile, everything is passing you by outside that bubble. Things continue to keep going. Right, and then once you're done with said bubble, you step out. You're like, yeah, and then you're like, oh, what the fuck? Like everything's changed, right? <laughs> and it's just, it's you try to keep up with that kind of stuff. And I, I get like, good for him to to be like, self aware. Because like, away. example, mm-hmm. right now, 
all the kids got their own cars, got their own jobs. Everybody's gone. Yeah. I don't know what to do sometimes. <laughs> For real, like I'm like I'm gonna play this video game until my heart's content, and then I'll get like halfway into it. I'm like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna catch up on my reading. I get two books deep, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna open a toy. I open a toy, pose it a couple times, and, and this is all within like an hour and a half, two hours span. <laughs> Damn. For real, and I'm just like, and that's like, hmm. And then they come home like, hey, you hungry? Want me to cook? You this you're right. You want me to do something? What do you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to pop your tire, and then I'm going to fix it. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, that's exactly right. It's just, a, you, I feel like, I'm not I'm not going to give him a timetable or anything, but I know he's going to be, back. be back. There's no way, dude. He's like, too dope to when not you're, when, when you're one of the greats at what you do, you the, you're gonna come back, right? Because people eventually somebody's gonna call his name out. Mm-hmm. Like it happens all the time. Like even Eminem retired at one point, and then people were talking shit and then about Kamikaze. Him. Happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and then he came back fucking out of retirement. So it's like, you know, somebody's gonna try to use his name to pull their weight, and it, it's it's bound to happen. So. so Funny nigga. I'm sorry, but we. Oh no, no, you good? <laughs> no, I mean, like he even says in, uh, I can't remember what track it was, but he even says, "I'm sitting on five unreleased albums." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, greatest of all time. Yeah, that, that'll <laughs> be but, the uh, outcome. Yeah, so yeah, he, he's he's got he's got shit for days. He 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 can keep coming back whenever he wants. But yeah, no, I I think if he does come back, it's he he's been he was putting a lot of attention into uh, what is it, Bobby Boy. Um, his brand, mm-hmm. and I could see that coming back as a like a production, like a uh, like producing music and everything. He needs to get away from Def Jam, or was it Def Row or Def Jam? Def Jam, Def Row. Oh, yeah, yeah, just get away from it. <laughs> fucking yeah, get dudes out here breaking legs and shit. I just say get away from it. Make your own fucking label at that a- point. After they make Def Jam. After the game, <laughs> after the next game, yeah, and then leave. I feel like he's got enough clout that you can do that. Fucking, you know, just make your own shit. Like you don't need, you don't need that label no more, bro. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, anyways, news with Pokemon and Logic. Uh, Logic recently picked up a graded PSA ten, which is the highest rating offered for collectible trading cards, uh, meaning that the card is essentially perfect mint condition. He picked up a Gen 1 Charizard for $220,000. $220,574 to be exact. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit, bro. Dumb. So his, his whole thing is, I mean, he, he got money. But, yeah, his whole thing was um, he, he tells a story about when he was younger, he would do anything because everybody had Pokemon cards, you know? And he was trying to trade his family's, like, food stamps and shit in order to, like, try to get some because he wanted to, you know, he wanted to be a normal kid. Damn. He wanted to live the lifestyle that kids at school were doing. So he he always wanted Pokemon cards, and he was never able to, you know, get a lot. So he's at that point. Like, he, he could do that and not even flinch. So at the end of the, I mean, yeah, it is a very dumb way to spend the money. But like you said – as long as people pay that price, that's where the value is going to be. Right. So, it it is careless of so I I mean I get just thinking mm-hmm. about trying to spend that much money on on something like that. And set cards. Like yeah, I just had to pull a lot of money out to you know buy a car, and even like seeing all that money come out of my account, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but it also is a really cool story of somebody you know beating the odds and. 
you know, overcoming his Shit. his childhood. Nah, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he got, I don't care how much he, you know, fucking money he got right now. Like, I got a Charizard card back in the day for like ten bucks, bro. Like that dude spent. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he got fleeced, two, but yeah, that's, he got that's the price. But he, but he did took, say bro. it's not about the material or the money; it's about the experience. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think that's. And he, that's I cool. bet he still gets his ass clapped in a Pokemon battle with that fucking Gen <laughs> One Charizard. I mean, yeah, because there's like, <laughs> I mean, shit. I saw that like all over print card that Jeremiah had. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you gotta look at it now. He has it, and even if he just bought it to buy it, now that it's his, and there's you know, sometimes people like him make the market. Mm-hmm. You know, so he could easily probably turn around real quick if he was smart. He'll hold on to it, cherish it, take some pictures with it, and then turn around and be like. Charizard card up for auction. Well, not only <laughs> that, yeah. Owned by Logic. Yeah, owned yep. by Logic. That, well, you put that I on rubbed it on my body. Another 25 Gs on top. <laughs> it, said it's, it was in the studio the whole time I recorded this album. <laughs> and it, make a song about it. It shit. was a PSA 10 until Ooh. I wrote it on my body. It's yeah. an 8 now, but yeah. pay me more. It's 11. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, you make, a, you make a song about the shit and then say, here, I'm going to sell it, and whoever buys it gets the song as well, exclusive or something. Boom. He pulls that Wu-Tang forever. <laughs> <laughs> Then he comes out of nowhere. Here's 44 more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, last little bit of news. I found this to be hilarious. But uh, Marvel Avengers boss is confident players will return to the game after new content arrives with a diminishing player base uh, on Steam. Mm-hmm. We're peaking around 2,000 players a day and recently has been dropping to less than 1,000. And we're talking about the oh, new yeah. Marvel Avengers game. Yeah. Uh, the Marvel boss is high hoping that uh, the new content uh-huh. will uh, bring players back to his game. <laughs> is there a reason why the shit's dropping out? Like, is there reasons given? So it's not he, continuously fun? Yeah, so IGN <laughs> reviewed Marvel's Avengers back when the game launched in early September. And they scored it a 6 in calling the post-game unrewarding and overly repetitive. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know they got the fingers crossed that the new content brings back players. But as of right now, people are saying a uh, no, a uh, no, no. That is so what. Uh, next up, anime animation. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, we're going quick. We're going quick. All right, go ahead. All right, Boom Studios Lumberjanes is set to be adapted as an HBO Max animated series. Fuck that series. So, <laughs> oh I just, in know. my head, I, I, there's two series that should be the first thing we talk about, and then that one just came out. And I mean, I'm trying to go quick through yeah, these. All right, all right, all right. Shit. Go ahead, get through it. This shit sucks. This, this is pretty much, like I said, all these things are supposed to be like, yeah, we yeah, report right, it, yeah. we don't talk. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Anyways, Lumberjanes follows a group of girls named Joe, April, Mal, Molly, and Ripley during summer break at a uh, camp for hardcore lady types. And uh, this book is a uh, award-winning book uh, at the Eisners, and uh, yeah, it ends up placing them in a world on a magical quest with supernatural adventures and uh, monsters along the way. So it's saying that the uh, creator or co-creator of the award-winning book is attached as a writer and executive producer on the project, uh, which will be launched on the streaming service as an animated special before leading into a complete animated series. Uh, And yeah. So my whole thing with that is 
I think it's just pretty cool considering Boom Studios is definitely a smaller uh, publisher when it comes to comics and everything like that. And they actually pump out a lot of really, really good books. But the fact that, you know, one of their original award-winning books is being put onto HBO Max is pretty cool because it means that people are actually optioning these titles for whether it's animation or live action. But either way, it's still pretty cool because it's moving away from the big two. Sounds cool. Nice. I let's just give it a show. <laughs> Uh, and then on top of that, Amazon released the first trailer for upcoming Invincible yes! series. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Invincible is a image comic series from uh, Robert Kirkman. For those of you that uh, think the name sounds familiar, think Walking Dead. That's all you need to think. Skybound Entertainment. That's Robert Kirkman. Also now the CEO of uh, Image Comics. So, yeah. I did not know that. Big time. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so Invincible follows the child of a godlike superhero, thinks Superman, uh, and his son, you know, coming of age, wanting to uh, become his own hero. And the trailer was really, really cool. It starred J.K. Simmons and uh, Stephen Yoon, who played uh, Glenn in The Walking Dead. Little tie in with uh, Robert Kirkman right there. Uh, and he's trying to explain to him, like, you're young, you're still learning, nobody's invincible. And it's this kid trying to train himself, push himself, learn all this stuff, and he finds out that he, in fact, is invincible. And, you know, takes him on the route with the comic book, his journey as a hero and everything like that. But really, really good trailer for this uh, first peek at the series. I've been super excited about this. I, I want to say I even brought this up as an argument when uh, you were shitting on Amazon. <laughs> Oh, because they didn't have any shit on their stuff? <laughs> yeah, Juan was so heated at Amazon, like, saying that they didn't have anything, and then they're they're working on it. You know, they got the boys. They're uh, $100 for some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Two-day shipping. That's uh, it. But, yeah, so now Invincible will be making an appearance on uh, Amazon. I think it looks pretty good, the, the animation and everything. The voice actors are solid. It reminds me of the DC Animation Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super violent, so yeah, give it to me. Very, very hard, hard R. It's Superman without the fucking Boy Scout. The Boy Scout <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So it's 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 a Homelander movie or a Homelander show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, Hulu reveals Marvel's uh, our Marvel TV's first adult animated comedy series titled Modak or Modok. And, uh, the chair guy? Yep, the chair yeah. guy. Oh, wow. uh, it's, it's it's almost like stop motion, it looks like. Uh, Patton Oswald is playing MODOK. Oh, Patton Oswald? It's, yeah, way. it's about him trying to lead it's a... Right. Yeah, it's, right. it's him trying to lead a uh, failing AIM army and like yeah. trying to lead a family life at the same time. It looks it looks okay. It doesn't look like anything too spectacular. Is this what I'm looking at right here? Yeah. Yep. I, I'm, to me, I mean, it, it looks like Robot Chicken, but I'm, yeah, more, yeah, I'm exactly. more or less like the comedy, the the actual uh, the dialogue, the dialogue and like the humor. They were it, it just it didn't do anything for me particularly. Mm-mm. Isn't Modoc supposed to be like a badass? Though? Yeah, like a fucking like <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're trying to play him down, like uh, which isn't which isn't smart if you're gonna eventually try to add him as like a big badass. Right. Yeah, they were like, ah, oh, we're never cinema, gonna use them in a cinematic universe. Yeah. But they, I, th- my whole thing is, I, I think Marvel is trying to cash in 
on the uh, success of Harley Quinn. Yeah. With, uh, DC and HBO Max. Shit is so dope still. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't watched it myself personally, uh, but I know a lot of people really enjoy it. And But the thing is, she fits that humor. She fits that well, type of series. Modoc just, I, I don't well, get it. Well, not just that. This isn't R-rated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so when you're doing the Harley Quinn thing, it's like actually like, Grow, they can play with the grotesque of like you know animated murder type of shit. Yeah. But they can talk about you know like she's like, did you fuck him? No. Poison <laughs> Ivy, did you suck cut man's dick? And she's like, well, we were. Are you in the Mile High Club? You know, like they make stupid ass jokes like that, or she'll, I don't know, they they just you know like when she breaks into Batman's cave, she's like, so this is where you fuck the bats? He's like, what? <laughs> no. Who told you that? You know, like, but it's like the the banter. It sounds stupid and childish, but at the same time. That's what makes it work like right. that. So when they mm-hmm. try to do it, it's like they're trying to do like it's 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 halted or it's like there's a wall there. Yeah, there's a wall because you can you know like if they just tell like corny kind of jokes, you know like I'll just give you one example. They have one aim soldier and he's looking at a screen. And he's like forty thousand dollars for this beam, twenty thousand dollars for this plane, thirty thousand dollars for this. And he's like basically aim is broke and he's like what I'll show you broke and then he like beams a laser and this dude's arm falls off or he, he beams he's gonna beam that guy and then he's like remember i do your taxes so then he looks over and beams the guy and the guy's getting coffee and he, his arm falls off and he's like uh i'm sorry i thought this coffee was for everybody and then it goes to the next scene yeah you know it, like it's just weird wah, like, you yeah, know it's, it's it's not it's not the best like i said visually it looks Different. It, yeah, it looks different. It, it looks can, like Action Teen or Action Force Now or what was that show called? Aqua Teen Hunger Force? No, 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 no. The one on Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. Action uh, with Squad the, Now or Action. The, the bootleg He-Man and yeah, shit. Yeah, action, yeah. Action, <laughs> action Team Now or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, whatever. It looks like that. But, yeah. Uh, it's not really doing it for me yet. I, I guess I got to see more about it. I honestly don't know how people are taking to it, but, yeah. It it looks like Cartman's face in a... In a <laughs> action league action league action now league. yeah but yeah so it's it's nothing to really you know be impressed by yeah um next yeah next up for anime animation uh netflix yes teaming up with uh the people behind castlevania yet again they're called powerhouse animation studios they work and for good reason bro oh hell yeah they they definitely know that they have a good uh a uh, good studio right there oh, and they're sure. trying to put as much money as they can and uh, this next series coming out called The Blood of Zeus oh, looks so just as promising as Castlevania. Looks so better than Castlevania. I'll, I'll fucking say that. Like, Castlevania's dope and shit, but that shit even looks better. Like I'll agree, because it's, it's all Greek mythology. Yeah, so man. here's a little synopsis of the story. So in the world's beginning, the gods of Olympus, led by Zeus, defeated the Titans. In the wake of their victory, the last Titan cursed the gods and unleashed the giants on the world. Dude, petty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Many years later, an army from the east, using the essence of the fallen giants to fuel their army's powers, descend upon Greece. On the outskirts of Greece, a commoner, uh, Heron, right? That's. I mean, let me see. You got the name for that. Okay, yeah. Heron, I'm sorry, I have other names popped in here, so I was like, did I put them in the wrong place? Uh, learns of his heritage as the son of Zeus and his destiny to save the world. So, in my eyes... Clash of the Titans. Yeah, think, think Clash yes. of the Titans, some yes. R-rated Percy Jackson type shit. 
Uh, and the Hercules I'm, movie and shit. Yeah, and I, I'm completely on board with that. You like know what's the, funny? I love that. I don't care. I just I love. <laughs> I loved Greek mythology. So like, even if it is, and and whatever, kind of in the same league, if not the same league of demigod. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not a bastard. You're the son of Zeus. Oh my God, I do lightning. Yay! <laughs> like, but still, the animation on it looks dope, and I just love the, the stories of it. it. So I'll be into it for sure. Hell yeah! I I can't wait. Fucking badass. And uh, the the cool thing about it is we don't have long. October twenty seventh. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's like two so, weeks from now. Yeah. Right around like the corner. This drops. Is there any famous voices in it? I didn't um, check that out. So. Fuckboy, who plays Wesker? We just talked about him last week. Oh, whoa, Batman. Whoa, whoa, fuck oh, Jason O'Mara. Jo- yeah, Jason O'Mara. No, uh, fuck boy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Luther? Don't do that. Uh, no, oh, that's Tom Hopper, bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, the other guy. All right, never mind. I mean, <laughs> the, the horrible Wesker right, with the like the. You didn't the, say that. You just said fake Wesker. Hair. I, I was thinking new Wesker. So no, yeah. no, no, no. Tom Hopper's dope, but no. Uh, Jason O'Mara is playing Zeus, I believe, and um, the only other name that really stood out to me was for the voice of Hermes. Who is played by Matthew Mercer, and he is the name. dungeon master on. Uh, oh my God! Why am I forgetting it? The D and D group. Um, Critical Role. Oh, Critical Role. Yeah. Hmm. He also uh, plays McCready on uh, Overwatch. Yeah. No, I was trying to remember the, oh, the I shits. Do right. like, the shits. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I I can recognize some of the people on there. I don't know, no, no, uh, like oh boy, the fourth guy in the row, he's on Silicon Valley. He plays, or he's the guy who put radio on the internet. <laughs> he's like some fuck boys in the the three commas club. I haven't seen Thres, that show. Thres commas vodka or some shit. I heard that's a really good show, <laughs> dude. Silicon Valley is amazing. Like um, Steve said, when Steve to resonate what he said earlier in the show, mm-hmm. he said something about like just there's so much shit out there. Oh, but but what people say that like oh man, there's so much. There really is, dude. Like there really is so many shows, even old shows. Like it's hard for me to go back and even watch them. <laughs> so that's one of them. Like I keep hearing that's a good show. So. But yeah, uh, so the Blood of Zeus. This was actually called War of the Gods, but then they retitled it to have it focus more on what the series actually is. About that guy. Um, yeah. So instead of War of the Gods, uh, I'm sure we're gonna see the gods and everything, considering they're all. Uh, cast and everything like that but this essentially is about the kids so the blood of zeus does make far more sense than that other title hermes um, dude that's really i'm really there's another speedster in there so i really want to see i seen well during their trailer mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys noticed it when he was running circles around it that effect looked dope it was like different colors yeah inside of his uh like speed ring i guess if you want to call it that but that, i'm excited to see i'm excited to see what they do because it feels like it feels like this studio is really kind of the rival to dc animation studios like mm-hmm. the quality of the two they feel like those are the ones like if you if you're gonna get an animated series right now in my head you either say dc studio or dc animation studios or that one which is what the powerhouse powerhouse yeah so those are the two that come to mind where i'm like oh that's the shit those are gonna be dope visually yeah no i any anything that has them attached to it I'm signed on for at least a few episodes. Yeah. And this one, I mean, it's, this isn't even a question. It just looks like a good series. Like Steve said, it might be repetitive, but who cares? I mean, it's Greek mythology. That story is going to be told and told over and over again because Zeus was pounding down. Yeah. Dude, he's got different kids everywhere. Dude, his child support would be ridiculous right now. No, he would have uh, 
broke the law or broke the <laughs> rule because after 10, you don't have to pay child support. What? That's the law. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's after, the thing? Yeah, Steve, after, why the fuck do you know this? <laughs> I got homeboys. <laughs> after 10, bro. After 10. You look it up. After 10 children, you are no longer responsible for child support. So what then? Wait up. So if you have nine kids and you're just getting bent over with child support, you just have just to have two more seat. and then you don't have to pay for any of them or just find you fertile the after ones? No. Oh, I thought that was after 10, after the 10th one. Like. What All the, the other ten you had to pay. <laughs> so what? As long as you plant ten seeds, you're good. Eleven. Mm-hmm. You need to, eleven. You need so to eleven. So it's so eleven. You need. Wow, I did not know that. Wow, unreal. Mm-hmm. Man, if my life ever goes awry, I'm, you are, <laughs> I'm good. You, at that point, the government considers you unable <laughs> to pay the shit. So yeah, it's like you what just the fuck? Be... If you can bust nuts, you can pay the shits. <laughs> 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 Anyways, fuck Zeus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was pounding everybody Somebody down, was. not taking care of these kids. <laughs> <laughs> they had to fight his wars and shit. Same old story, <laughs> but it's a good one. Watch that shit. It's October 27th. Yeah, watch it. All right, next up, Fig Life. Oh, man, all right. Uh, you, I went... uh, well, of course, there's uh, some assembly required. All right, so not much to report. Uh, all I wanted to say was the McFarlane Toys Warhammer 40K figures are being found in the wild as of last week. So if that's something you all were interested in, uh, like we were talking about, they have Ultramarines, Space Wolves, I want to say, and then they have the just primered <coughs> out figures, and then you can paint them out however you want. Ooh. So I'm, I definitely want to get one of those uh, primered out ones because I think that'd be really cool to uh, dress them up however. Rainbow style. But yeah, so uh, if that's something you're into, I know we talked about the uh, comic book series that just dropped today. But, yeah, it's a little bit more um, Warhammer 40K news for you. Also, Loot Crate is releasing two exclusive NECA Ninja Turtle figures. Mm-hmm. They're doing okay. a Rocksteady and a Bebop in a Raditz suit. What? From the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I don't so, like, they shit. did NECA, or Loot Crate did the Splinter, the Spirit of Splinter. Oh, exclusive. I didn't yeah. So they did that, and those things go for like two hundred and something dollars online because nobody knew it was coming. I didn't know that shit. Like was you out. just had to be a loot loot crate subscriber, which I was, and I'm not no more. But then you got that figure, and it's a full on twelve or six inch figure. And then they also Dang. after that released like a shredder. They did a shre- a loot crate shredder. Oh okay. really? And now they're doing a rocksteady and a bebop, and I think it's separate. They're like two different ones, but. They're in uh, bunny rabbit costumes from the cartoon. That's pretty cool. And, oh, uh, now that, yeah, okay, now I remember them wearing that shit. Wearing the costume, right? Yeah, yeah. And these yeah. are Funko Pops, you said? No, no, oh, no, they're, no. They're NECA action oh, figures. Oh, they're, okay, legit. now I'm interested. They're, like, legit, just, like, the same line. That, that's um, cool. So they're doing that, and um, I, I just seen that, I was like, yo, like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, makes you, and it's, you know, makes you want to get a loot crate, but. I don't know how exclusive that's going to be or whatever now. I do remember seeing that um, that Mirage Studios, the comic version of Shredder. That's the one that gets fucked yeah. up in one issue. Yep. Yeah. Is that them right there at the bottom? I just saw. Seen something? I, yeah. Oh, right here? Yeah, is that him? That's the, yeah. that's the cartoon. Oh, oh here it is. Okay. Like this? Oh, nope, that's a cartoon nope. too. Yeah. It's, in a, it's in a white. Maybe white. They don't, oh, right here. Maybe they don't have yeah, there they are. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Those look awesome. So they're separate. So I don't know if you get like, if it's two dual months or it's like, hey, you play the gamble, you get one or the other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're gonna release those, and that's pretty dope, man. That is awesome. Yeah, that's. I even, I literally, uh, 
they did the original ones, the two pack, mm-hmm. and I wanted them really bad because they don't, you know, obviously those guys aren't in the movies. Yeah. But they're still like characters that I'm really fond of. You know, like if you have the turtles, you should probably have those two, mm-hmm. no matter what. And the two packs went off, and then they went jumped the price or whatever. But NECA did as they promised, and they did a re-release, a reissue. And the other day, I just random strolled through Target, found a two-pack, and um, <laughs> I was like, yo, like, because last time, the very first time they came out, if I would have known that, I wouldn't have left it. But I was like, ah, maybe I'll come back and get it. I put the two-pack down. That was like, I want to say like six months ago, mm-hmm. and i never seen it again, and I was mad about it. So when I seen this one, they had two packs, so I took one pack. To have just to have them, I was like, because they're the original ones, you know. It, oh fuck yeah! So I was like, yo, you know what? No matter what, I gotta have them. I'll pose them with the other ones or whatever. That's cool, so. man. That's cool news. I did not know that. Man, that fucking spirit of splinter though. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> pretty yeah. dope, huh? Yeah, it's dope as shit. Three hundred twenty bucks. Yeah, no, so my favorite thing about this is how you um didn't acknowledge Bebop from Rocksteady to be in the movies, so you're you're not a- acknowledging it out of the shadows. I mean, they were in that movie, I mean, and, and they, I respect that. I mean, I'm just saying, like, they weren't like because those aren't like the movies. Look, look, all, all, all I gotta say is nice. Yeah, boy. Yeah. I'm just talking about because fuck one that two. movie, one and two, <laughs> one and two, baby. Not when I three. refer to movies, I'm just talking about one and two, <laughs> not, not three, not three, You're not four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, what else? There was one other thing. Oh, then uh, Castle Grayskull. Release oh, for yeah. He-Man's. That, yep, that is yeah. what I forgot to put on yeah. here. Castle yeah. Grayskull was re-released for He-Man's 38th birthday. <laughs> and um, they also included a special sorceress mm-hmm. with it. And they went live. And I was like, everybody else, I was so mad. And I signed up. like Because it always says, sign up for a um, an email notification. And it never works. And guess what? It worked. Oh, for real? It worked. Like, I was sitting there, and I just a random moment when I was just in between TV or something, I looked down, and my phone popped off, and it was like, email notification from Walmart.com. So I was like, oh, because some of my figs have been delayed that I pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, let's see what day this comes in. And it was like, oh, Castle Grayskull, available for pre-order now. Nice. Boom. <laughs> Went in, scooped one. But if you look now, everybody's tripping because – on the art that they released for it, mm-hmm. they actually released that. Now they're gonna do the uh, the Land Cruiser, and the um, and a Panther. Ooh. People didn't, you know, because it wasn't like really actually announced. Mm-hmm. So now they got the 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 Land Shark is actually what it's called, the Land Shark, and the Panther. So what? They're mad that they didn't sign up for the pre-order because they didn't know that shit. No, they announced it plenty, but people just couldn't get to it in oh, time. Oh, and now they're like, well, fuck. Now, it's now gone. I'm even more mad. Because <laughs> yeah, so I was lucky to grab that one. And um, so actually, I ain't gonna lie, Walmart came through with the email notification twice. It came through on that one, and then out of nowhere, I was at work bored, and all of a sudden it was like, Jigawatt, available for pre-order. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, so. Is that, wait, when are those dropped then? Each of those. The the one the Castle Grayskull is like in November two thousand twenty one or oh, not November April. Oh okay. April twenty twenty one and Gigawatt is uh I think at the end of this month. Oh okay. All starting right. Starting in right. October. Gigawatt. You think that'll sell out? It already did. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, because <laughs> they they said it in the original post. You could pre-order it that day, and then they're like, it'll come back, uh, the early very early October, and then once those pre-orders are gone, then it's done. Damn. So. That makes sense. Though I mean. If you take any iconic vehicle and you turn it into a fucking transformer, I think like no matter what, 
that's two sets of fans. Like, that's two fandoms who are going to be fighting over that. When so do you think that Batmobile Transformer comes out, man? Man. Oh, man, yeah, when that shit does. Or the, the Turtle-mobile. The yeah. Turtle-mobile, yeah. yeah. Like, you, it's just nonstop. You can, you can do whatever, and you're going to have people fighting over it. But yeah. Yeah. I, I still, I've been seeing that um, Tardy still has some copies of Transformers uh, Back, to, the Back to the Future on their shelves. I I think I might pick one up just to see what I it's about. I was just thinking that, too. <laughs> just to see what it's about. That's first issue, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then one. those NECA Back to the Future figures hit all over now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, those the, the Biff one looked really good. I looked yeah. at them at uh, Walmart. Yeah, and I thought the Biff one looked the best out of the ones I've seen. I didn't see any Doc Brown. That's the one that I really wanted to get, but it, it was gone. So Yeah. Big life. Big life indeed. All right. So that's actually going to wrap up our rapid recap. Uh, Not so rapid this week. Oh, you got more? Just one thing we didn't get to. What's up? The fake Predator movie. Yeah, it wasn't in my notes, so we forgot to talk. You know what? Screw it. Uh, so this week, uh, I had something all planned out. I had a, a main topic and everything, and it... It didn't work out. We're holding it off for next week. So kind of had to throw in a uh, audible and try to make something on the go. It would have been good, but I'm actually happy that the rapid recap took a little bit more time because regardless, it wasn't going to take a lot of time to discuss what I had to talk about. So mm-hmm. we're going to switch over to Steve's topic. <laughs> and the reason for that is because they released a trailer for some off the wall balls to the wall type movie um and i will tell you yes you are correct your thoughts have not <laughs> led you astray it is a nick cage movie nicholas cage yep. <laughs> nicholas or nicholas cage but it also has some like you know a couple don't try to gas it up yet steven no, no, let's no, tell okay. them about what it is okay so <laughs> Move the movie in question, or we're talking about here is a movie called Jujitsu. Jujitsu. All right, and it stars Nicolas Cage, and it stars Frank Grillo, and it also stars or stars Tony Ja. Mm-hmm. All right, yes. Oh wait, Tony Ja's coming. To Tony this movie too? Ja, dude. Okay. And so, um, so you're high prize. <laughs> so high praises. So all to just summon it up, basically what this is is. Every so many years, when the moon aligns with some special structure in wherever Nicolas Cage is from on planet Earth, a portal opens and a space ninja comes from in <laughs> from the future, comes in, and he's here to challenge the top four or top five world jujitsu masters. No, no, no. Jujitsu fighters. Jujitsu fighters, yeah. <laughs> and what the fuck, dude? And yeah, and like <laughs> and when you look at it. It is very, very predator esque. Mm-hmm. Like the the guy comes. I mean, in. just think, even even talking about it, it is it is a space warrior. Given it's from the future this time, who is coming down to challenge the mightiest of Earth of Earth. <laughs> and for some reason, Nick Cage is like the guy that it just knows all about it. He's the Raiden of the group. Yeah, this he's is, basically Raiden. Yeah. Oh, it's not yeah, a fighter. He's, he's no. no yeah, he, he, he gets the, he gets the fighters ready. For what is to come. But he's and not in there participating in the fight. 
Like in the in the uh, yeah yeah he, in the he, trailer you see him yeah he, okay. he gets down. these people appear in this area and they're like where are we and he's so like Mortal Kombat you're Predator. you're here yeah it's 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 legit Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat Predator. meets Predator <laughs> okay. and he's like you have to you're taking part in this tournament as long as you fight with honor the rest of us will not die yep and Don't before cheat. well and before we get to go any further, Juan, you're watching this trailer right, right. now. Juan, watch this shit right now. I want you to and watch this shit right now. It's it's and I'll cut this from the, from the podcast. All right. Uh, well, so just, this way we can all talk. A about backstory it. for this: the the director, he's known for making Kickboxer <laughs> Retaliation, <laughs> yeah. and Kickboxer Vengeance. So I mean, if that's not enough, let me ask you something: Did you even know those existed? No, I didn't. This is like probably like <laughs> those are probably like there's like Kickboxer Seven or something like that. Like I don't know how many there are. But those are those movies that you go to Walmart and you're like, oh, shit, five bucks. <laughs> like, that's that shit. So, all right, I'm going to check this out. All right. So, we're going to – Juan's going to listen to this. I'll, I'll cut out the, the actual trailer sound, and then we'll, 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 we'll meet back up with you at the end. Oh, here we go. Yeah, full screen that bad boy. You know what I don't Shit. understand? How the hell Shit. are you still alive? <laughs> Must have been a pretty bad fall. The comet you see in the sky right now passes over the Earth every six years and causes a portal. But when it's open, we get a visitor from a distant galaxy. The poet warrior in the sci-fi sense. The spaceman. He comes here looking for a fight with you. The chosen jujitsu. If he doesn't get it, he stays and he kills everything. That is alien politics 5 through 15. Now you are all the chosen jujitsu fighters. But as long as you die bravely, no one else will have to. He's crazy, like me. There's no honor in killing crazy. I can fly too. Oh my god. Yo, Nick Cage comes in clutch with that scream all the time though. Yeah. <laughs> His, Nick Cage has like the the best sounding like a uh, like the guttural effects when it comes to getting beat up or <laughs> any type of grunt nick cage is the man so all right now that you have seen the trailer for jujitsu <laughs> what are your thoughts wow so much shit going through my head right now um okay where to start first of all they went with after we discussed after i looked up on imdb what the dude had already done in the trailer <laughs> they posted that shit like that that was like a oscar winning movie or something like that shit was like the most well-known thing that you could possibly know so they're like yeah director of 
what was it? Kickboxer retaliation. And I'm just like, all right, shit. Didn't even know that shit was out. Yo, what if, what if it said from the visionary director <laughs> that brought you? <laughs> from the unreal. Yeah, no. So that, I mean, that was one thing. Uh, so I think Nick Cage is going all out. Nick Cage in this movie, which is dope. That's 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 always, that's not a bad thing. I know a lot of people shit on the guy, but if he goes full Nick Cage in a movie, it's great. Which he normally does. It's it's a good thing because then Never you can go full you can you can just fucking sit there and enjoy that Nick Cage ride. Now, the premise of the story. Yeah, um, spaceman and shit like that. Whatever this dude, the we call him the spaceman. The cast is actually not bad. Like. Dude from Winter Soldier, Crossbones, yeah, Crossbones, yeah. He's a good actor and a physical one. So when it comes to this movie, I think the fight scenes are actually going to be decent in this movie. But like, it's it's as if Kung Fu Hustle took itself a little bit more seriously. You know what I mean? Because I think they know that this movie is. Don't you don't you ever <laughs> I feel compare like this movie to Kung Fu Hustle? I, but it was satire. No, 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 no. This Mm-mm. this is this is not satire. This is like you think if, they're really for sure. Like, yes, what? This might be Kung Pao. Kick, kick fighter retaliation. Kick fighter. I, I don't give a fuck <laughs> what it's called. What is, I'm, I'm still I'm still stuck on jujitsu fighter, and I'll get to that in just a second. Yeah, I said no jujitsu in <laughs> the whole. You trailer. shut the fuck up, Juan. You do not take my talking points. You do not take my talking points. But still, so this is like if you take God damn it, I'm all flustered now. <laughs> this is like if you take Ongbok. Yeah. This is like Ongbok style fight scenes where it's oh, yeah. like this is good shit, but it's horrible. Like the guy picking up the fridge. Oh yeah, the guy. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh the name. no, Mad Dog. It's Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah. and looking like Shauna Paul. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is like if you took that and that took itself more serious. serious. Don't you ever <laughs> diss on Kung Fu. That dude did not get beat up and peed on for you to disrespect him <laughs> like that, okay? With his lollipop. That, uh, what else did I notice in the movie um, before you shit on the actual <laughs> title of the movie? Oh, I'm going in. Um, I think I think honestly, like I, it's a movie that I won't see at theater, but I would be interested to watch it. I do like that Tony Jaw. I would just I just said the ship after the Monster Hunter trailer dropped today, and I was like, good for him to finally be in a movie <laughs> that was gonna be like big production, uh, you know, bigger than what he's normally in. He did too. And then I see then this shit. Yeah, and then I see this shit, and it's just like, you know, I'll do one in one. How about that one in one and. I don't know. I, I, it's a dumb premise. It's it, it. The visually, it didn't look too bad. Like I said, the fight scenes look all right. But overall, it's ridiculously goofy. Like the movie looks goofy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> when you think about it, though, and you're like, if you're high on the drugs and you're talking with your boys and you're like, man, I really need to pop out another banger after kickboxer retaliation. <laughs> and what if we took? Mortal Kombat in the Predator to amazing franchises and we made them have a baby and we call it jujitsu. You you know your boys are gonna gas you up because they don't know you're gonna bring them that. <laughs> like you're like, like, man, I have this concept where it's you, you take Predator and Mortal Kombat. It's like if somebody told me that, I'd be like, you know, that's kinda cool. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. And then they present that to me. I'm like, what the like what happened? <laughs> I'm sorry, wait, like, did also- you just try to make 
Nick Cage like Keanu Reeves in in the yes he did the too Samurai movie he, he, the Last even, Ronin not even that like he fucking tried to make like this is I don't know if they're gonna make a continuation of this movie <laughs> why this isn't making its budget back bro <laughs> I feel like Frank Grillo hurt them I feel like this was supposed to be like Nick Cage's answer to John Wick. Keanu Reeves, like I really, I, I, I'm dead ass serious. He's the crackhead sorcerer. (laughs) Like this is supposed to be the that that thing for Nick Cage. Like this is his thing right here. Oh no, his new John Wick. He said everybody wants him to play Ghost Rider. Fine then, I'm gonna take his shit. (laughs) He uh, okay, and then to go along with the spaceman like antagonist, he. There's no, you can't see anybody. It's just a dude in a suit. And it's a very shitty suit, And then suit not only too. that, it's like the story. Every, what? 26 years or something? I don't know. Whatever the fucking amount of years. Whatever, whatever every, however long, uh, some dude comes back. Is it the same dude? I think so. No, he said it was just oh, a, uh, a interdimensional, or somebody Space from a different demon. dimension comes. It's always a guy? That sounds sexy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they say, well, he did say spaceman. Yeah, he's so, a yeah. spaceman. I mean, <laughs> sexism. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, that's all I got for the movie. I mean, you could go ahead and break down the fighting. Itself. What was your favorite part? Tony Jaa. <laughs> I think, I think, if Nick, there is no, such a thing. I think Nick Cage doing the whole face off thing, slamming um, his sword down. No, when he was like, what did he say? Something about crazy. And then he did like this hand gesture. I'm a little crazy, too. And that he was? did this, yeah, and he did the fucking face off thing where I want his face off. That and I think that's the best part. Nick Cage being in the movie, I think that's the best part. That that's honestly what my answer was gonna be because my favorite part of that trailer, if there is such a thing, was where I mean he even tells the people like, oh, I'm not a fighter, I'm just here for you guys. But then it shows him he's like, there's no honor in killing crazy, and then it shows him gearing up to fight. Yeah, it's gonna be the most ridiculous thing, but I'm so excited for it. That samurai scene with him and the guy. Yeah, we have the the bowing and respect, the putting the sword on the stone. Predator combat. You two are fucking done here. It's supposed to be this jujitsu battle. You shut, can go in there, shut your but there's ass guns, up. But there's guns in this movie. I'm, what? I'm going in. Give me a second. <laughs> go ahead. Steven, what was your favorite part? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I would probably say the part where uh, Nick Cage stamps the sword into the ground and the other dude does it too. Like oh, it's kind of like, yeah, like how they're about to start off and then they go after each other. Just the, I mean, it just looked cool. Um but, I mean, I, I, I know I'm going to see the movie. Oh, yeah. I know for a fact I'm going to see the movie. I knew you were going to see the movie, too, Steven. It just looks like it has a lot of action. Yeah, it's a lot of action, bro. You know, so. I, I mean, and it's like Mortal Kombat Predator. Like, <laughs> you know, you're kind of just like, even if it is a horrible mess, I'm like, I just got to see what this pile of shit looks like when it's being taken. Like. I can promise you this. I will see parts of this movie. You'll see that whole, you'll see that whole movie. I will see parts of this movie. No, because there are still times where... I need some like cool fight scenes, and I'll tell you what, they're dated. They yeah. are dated, but I I have gone back and typed in Ongbok on the, yep. on the search bar of of YouTube's, and I I've watched some Ongbok scenes, and I've I've watched mm-hmm. I've watched Mad Dog just to crack up, but like I I will do that. So yeah, I mean I can confirm a hundred percent I will see parts of this film. <laughs> I don't know if I will see the full thing. This um, guy, the director, dude, he it's like he's seen. This movie seems like it would have done well in the 90s. Like, yes. It seems like those movies, Mortal Kombat, um, Kickboxer, 
Uh, I just watched Kickboxer. You know what I mean? It seems like those movies. This would have made a killing in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like this guy, the director, loves, and I bet he's a a cool as hell dude. I bet he loves 80s and, you know, maybe early 90s movies. But Mm -hmm. I bet he was a huge 80s fan. And it shows in his movies. And it's just, (laughs) it does, it's not going to work. It's. I mean, it's going to work enough for me to watch it. Like, I'm going to see this shit just so we can shit on it later. But this is. We'll this give is, a review. Yeah, this has got to be like Sharknado, but something decent to watch. Like, it's not straight up fucking sharks in a tornado. I'm going to crack the fuck up if we all watch and we're like. This is the greatest film. No, not even if it's the greatest, but just be like, damn, this. This movie doesn't really actually really suck. Right. I, you know what? Everybody go watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, not it's, so bad. it's Nick Cage. It has it has the potential. It, yeah, go ahead now. All right. So, oh, also before that too, I loved how you said it is definitely Nick Cage going full Nick oh, Cage, yeah, and that's not a bad thing. And I agree because, like, to this day, I still think Ghost Rider isn't that. Not part two, not yeah, Spirit no, of Vengeance, but part one is a good movie because it's Nick Cage going full Nick Cage. As Johnny Blaze. Yeah, and it's I don't a, mind it's a good movie. Uh, but yeah, so here we go. Jiu-Jitsu. That was the, like, to me, like, when he's explaining, oh, you, we need all the best jujitsu fighters. I'm like, <laughs> why the hell is this dude coming from another dimension to grapple with dudes? Like, That's what I thought, too. And so that, like, off-rip, it's like the first, like, ten seconds into the trailer that happens. And I'm like... I'm just going to see a bunch of dudes rolling around <laughs> trying to choke each other out. What's going on? And then not one second of that trailer, and I'm guessing the movie either, showcases any jujitsu. And for those of you that don't know, I used to do mixed martial arts. I was a grappling instructor for about two years of my life, and I've done some jujitsu. I've even gone to tournaments for jujitsu. That is not jujitsu. I've seen a mix of, I would even say Krav Maga. I saw some Muay Thai. I, yeah, I saw some samurai technique. And I saw um, kickboxing. No jujitsu at any point in that trailer. I didn't see any grappling at there was all. No, yeah, there was no grabbing on of anything. No. There wasn't even a Muay Thai clinch. I didn't see any geese getting grabbed. <laughs> <laughs> so to, call, yeah, yeah. To, to call a movie jujitsu and to have... Good looking Muay Thai to have good looking kickboxing. And I mean, there was probably some other stuff thrown in there, but those two definitely stood out and it was good. It was decent. If you're as if you ask me, I think this movie was titled Jujitsu because he's already done a series called Kickboxer. You You're can't, not wrong. You can't call it kickboxing again. I literally was thinking this as you were talking about the stuff that this dude, this is this dude's, like how I just said. <laughs> it's his kink. Yeah. He loved, well, he loves the 80s, right? And he yep. wished he made Kickboxer 1. So he's making he's his making own jujitsu. jiu-jitsu. And now there's going to be a fucking host of jujitsu movies, but this is supposed to be his. You, you want to know what bugs me about this, though? Why is that? The fact that he called it jujitsu, if he would have done any research, if he would have had a conversation with Tony Jaw, he could have formatted this out so much better to where it wasn't a joke. Because if he would have called this movie Muay Thai, Muay Thai has so many traditions and so much stuff that is like ritual that if he would have made this a Muay Thai movie and titled it that and had Muay Thai fighters challenge this thing that comes from another dimension, that whole... 
let me bow down and put my sword in the in the brick that whole scene would have made more sense because before every fight you have a ceremony in muay thai mm-hmm. where you cooler. legit walk out in your garb your headdressing everything like that i've done a muay thai fight myself and i would never disrespect it like that so i never wore any of that stuff also i don't know the damn stances and everything you're supposed to do mm-hmm. before that because as mma i wasn't a purist in muay thai it was one of my more traditional forms that i learned over everything else but still that's why i think if he would have gone alongside and called this muay thai instead of jujitsu where you don't see it anywhere in the trailer it would have maybe not have been such a laughing stock maybe saving it off for the movie <laughs> <laughs> what he's gonna change the title <laughs> no 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 maybe saving all the grappling for the movie like he, that's he didn't want to showcase it in the trailer. all right look I'll, I'll tell you this like i said i was a grappling instructor and i will admit if you don't know what's going on, grappling is not fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> a little boring. If, if this movie showcases two minutes, and that's that's quick. That is a quick scramble. But if it showcases two minutes of this alien and Frank Grillo going for top mount, like it's not going to be good. <laughs> people would be like, all right, this pay-per-view sucks. Change it. <laughs> like, people, when they're watching UFC, if it goes to the mat for two seconds, they complain. I don't understand what the what the idea is. Like, I don't understand if, like, because there's, like I said, there's guns in this. The dude has, like, space um, armor. armor armor, and he has, like, the space throwing stars that come out of his arm. And he's choking this dude and his hands, like, glowing red like he's burning him at, at, at the beginning of the trailer. I don't so know. I, I mean, I guess we'll have to see the jujitsu yeah, connection. We'll, have to, <laughs> we'll have to watch that movie, bro. Like, back, back in the day when the first jujitsu masters were around they probably saved the world from him so now <laughs> it's up to him to try to defeat every jujitsu master of every generation this or four of them at a time he this said this nobody got, does yeah it now. this has got super hard grudge against jujitsu like what is the i want to know that like why the fuck does he want to fight just jujitsu people it, and, I mean, and how mad is he going to be when he finds out none of them came <laughs> right <laughs> Like, the whole the whole Gracie family was busy. <laughs> Nobody does jujitsu around here. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I don't know. It to to me, it just it feels like he already made kickboxer, so he needed a new form, a new discipline, and he named it wrong. Why don't you just call it martial arts? Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> Kumite. <laughs> Something. Spaceman. Space oh food. Space food. Yeah. <laughs> Some shit. Tom. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm over I'm it as well. It. But it, I don't know. It it bothered me so much. I'm gonna hit the popcorn so hard and just fucking watch the shit out of that movie. Wait, you mean the microwave stuff? Because this ain't coming to theaters. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna go get some popcorn from the theater and yeah. then bring it home and watch okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, sorry we talked you off so long for a trailer. Yo, that watch you, that trailer. You could go. Yeah. You could check out this trailer, and you're gonna be so mad that we spent. 15 20 minutes of your oh, time no, discussing it. <laughs> it needed discussion oh my god but yeah uh like i said now you're gonna be mad because at the beginning of the episode we're gonna be asking a question and we didn't ask that question um we'll get to that maybe at some point uh oh. this 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 past week was super weird Just when it comes it. to news what's say that it's, say it's short version adam sandler verse all right so <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh in the past week there were two cinematic universes shared cinematic universes that were proposed and the reason i wanted to ask the question 
is there such a thing as too many shared cinematic universes is because both of those were proposed. Along with that, we have the MCU, we have the DCEU, or the Snyderverse, if you want to call it that. We also have things like the uh, CW and everything, but that's a whole multiverse now. Um, along with uh, the Universal Monsters. They tried, are trying, I don't know what's going on with Godzilla, that. Godzilla, King Kong. Yeah, Godzilla, King Kong. Everybody's doing this. It's It's picked up as the new fad. And uh, more recently, this past week, Adam Sandler released a new movie called Huey, Hubie, Hubie something. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a Halloween film. Uh, and after making this movie, he came up with the idea and the concept that he wants to make all of his original characters a part of one Sandler verse, which would be a shared cinematic universe, uh, bringing in the likes of Waterboy, Wedding Singer um billy madison happy gilmore happy gilmore huey all of his characters would be within this shared universe good shit on top of (laughs) on top of that uh robert downey jr addressed the fact that we will be seeing a sherlock holmes part three coming out soon which to me i'm super excited about that because i loved his portrayal of sherlock holmes he essentially took like what uh bond did in the last one they took james bond who was already cool already interesting character and made him a fucking powerhouse not so much with this version of sherlock holmes but still he made him aggressive he made him a fighter he used his mind for more than just oh as you can see he stepped on this legend went inside this window he made him straight physical yeah he made it a like a a tactical um weapon instead of just hey i can see that this happened here um which i loved i thought that was a really cool and i i liked him and jude law as holmes and watson um but yeah so he he spoke out at this uh he was on a keynote panel at the fast company in uh innovation festival earlier this week and him and his producing partner his wife susan downey outlined their intentions to spin a mystery verse out of the third Sherlock Holmes film, which is being directed by Rocketman, Helmer, Dexter Fletcher. Uh, in their minds, the sequel would serve as an entry point to a new Holmes-inspired universe. Um, and there's a quote saying, and I, I agree with this. It's actually kind of smart. It says, I do think the decades of observation, what we were both able to have with Marvel uh, watching them build out and see all the opportunities was uh, invaluable. Uh, it was like a masterclass, Susan said. And realistically, that is really smart. Like, instead of just, you know, taking part in this, they got to see one of the first shared cinematic universes come to life. And uh, realistically, it is the best one to date. So, and he he had a lot to do with it. He was the start uh you know in canon he was the start to this universe so he's been a part of it for a very very long time and so they want to take sherlock holmes part three and make spinoffs and this is a warner brothers title so he has discussions where he wants to bring it alongside with uh uh hbo max and do stuff on there kind of what dc's doing but that in lies the question. Is there too much? Is there a point where you jump the shark with shared cinematic universes? Mine, 
I think so. My answer would be yes. And I think Adam Sandler is trying his best to fucking jump that shark. I, I love Adam Sandler. I really do. But he wasn't lying when he said, I either win an award for Uncut Gems or I make a shitty movie. And from the trailer of that Huey movie, it looks complete garbage. And yet the internet is still outcrying for a sequel. And yeah. have you seen it? I have not seen okay, it. See, so I'm going to watch it because I've heard that it's actually going to be like a it's a, like a Halloween classic. Like That's I've what heard, I've heard, too. I've but heard have you seen Halloween, the trailer? No. I haven't watched the trailer, but I also I also know that Ben Stiller reprises his role as the guy from Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. So that alone makes me want to see this movie. Oh yeah, that's the only reason I want to watch it too. Um, but, but watch the trailer and then be, oh, yeah, be it's so a, sure. It's, look, it it's an Adam <laughs> Sandler movie straight to Netflix. Like I'm not <laughs> hoping that it's gonna be the best shits that I've ever seen. Like I know what I'm getting into, and I there's some Adam Sandler movies that I really don't like. Like. Billy Madison, I'm not a fan. Like I'm not mm-hmm. a I'm not a fan of Billy Madison, but there's so many different other ones that I do like. Um and when it comes to a shared universe of Adam Sandler movies, I think that's fucking awesome. Like But why? Just like, because I feel like I feel like when it comes to Adam Sandler's movies, he's already used so many of the same actors, his friends and shit like that that they it's almost like he it, they don't have their own shared universe, but it's almost like he does because he uses he recycles actors mm-hmm. um and friends like through his throughout his stuff and you know i mean you know five dudes that are going to show up and it's uh Buscemi, fucking uh Schneider Dante Dante um Ben Stiller might sh- pop up in his shit and then Nick uh Nick Swartzen Nick Swartzen. Oh, the the dude that plays the lead character in Grandma. Yeah, Bear? that yeah. guy or that guy. So you know those guys. Or even the, the, even uh, the that yeah guy. that guy with you the know, eye. Yeah, you know he's gonna pop up. <laughs> <That's fucked> up. <laughs> but yeah, you know those guys are gonna pop up, and I think it's dope because it gives not only does it give his friends opportunities. Yeah, we be, forgot John Turturro. Shit. Yes, no. <laughs> uh, you know it gives them opportunities to be in stuff that they normally otherwise wouldn't be in. Those guys don't have great. It's not not all of them, but like some of them don't have great acting careers, you know. So they, they don't get, have the talent. <laughs> that's okay. They got but, the friendship though. But they know, but they, but you know what you're getting into, and I think it'd just be kind of a cool idea. It's fucking not gonna be epic, but it's a cool idea if you're an Adam Sandler fan and you like the roles that he's been in, because it's like. Well, let me let me ask you this though, because like like you said. I, I already see it that way, too. Like, it, it does feel like it's al- almost like Quentin Tarantino, too. His films all seem uniform to me. Like, they're all part of a collector set, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's how I take Adam Sandler as well. Also, don't shit on all of his directed Netflix movies. The Do-Over was <laughs> kind of funny. No, I'm not shitting on all of them, but uh, I'm just saying the last watch, watch that one. That one's kind of funny. The Do-Over? The Do-Over with uh, um, David Spade. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's David Spade, so yeah, I like. Yeah, that. so that that one's that was pretty good. It, I feel bad for David Spade in that <laughs> movie, uh, but yeah, so don't shit on all of them. Uh, but um, yeah, so to me, I already kind of feel that way. But that's not like what his intentions would be. His intentions would be essentially to bring all of his characters together, like all of his past himself yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. Why not? So. Though? 
what the fuck movie is necessary or needed <laughs> None. for that? Like, what, what, is, what is the outcry yeah. of that? Like, I, I completely understand your, you want to see more of those guys coming in and more movies. And I agree. Keep making movies. But I don't want to see the wedding singer hanging out with fucking Happy Gilmore. Oh, come and, on, man. No, no. That's gold right there. No, it's not. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. Those two alone. <laughs> just give me that movie. Oh, my God. I just... There's no point to it, and to me, that is jumping the shark. But you okay, okay, and I never heard that phrase before ever in my life. The Fonz, the Fonz. <laughs> it's the indication of you have nothing else to do, so you have the Fonz jump a fucking shark on a what was it? A motorcycle? A jet ski? <laughs> oh, all right. I mean, that that happened. That happy, happened on Happy Days. Happy days There's thing? a okay. legit reference to jumping the shark. Steve, did you ever the, know what the jumping the shark was? Did you know no. what that was before you just look it up? Type it in. I'm right not saying now. that's not. No, a but thing. I'm just I'm saying just, just so you can see it I because it's ridiculous. It's the, the Fonz. It, it's because they they wanted to continue doing Happy Days, but they had nothing else to do. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. So the Fonz jumps a fucking shark. It's it's uh makes a misguided attempt at generating publicity that instead only serves to highlight its irrelevance. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, yeah, I've never heard that. I never heard that uh, <laughs> no? idiom before. Yeah, no, I never heard funny. it. Um, but yeah, no, just okay. Is it needed? No. But you're telling me. What you you were telling me that you would not watch a movie with a. Okay. The other thing too is that SNL already did this. Mm-hmm. They had Adam Sandler on there, but it was all the SNL characters, yeah, and I can't stand his, a lot of them. Yeah, and being they were impersonating his characters, but they weren't them. I mean, some of them were doing a really good job. The one that played Waterboy, I think. I mean, anybody can play no, Bobby. Fischer. No, 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 that's a hard thing to do, my guy. Dante did it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he fucking did it. <laughs> I was Waterboy. No, he fucking I got didn't. a wooden spoon. <laughs> no, he fucking didn't. But anyways, fight me. Yeah, he didn't fucking do it. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying it's been done by SNL. Oh, it would be cool to see something. Now, does he continue to do the shit? No, I mean, I hope not. It just it, it's a movie. shared universe. Just you don't get. But that's not. That's not the. That's okay, not the argument. You, what, that's what not the think, discussion. But what do you think he's gonna do? You think he's gonna have like nine movies of fucking different characters meeting up for one common goal? Did Grown Ups get a sequel? Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, so um all right, let's let's just say this. All of them have to come together because they all get tra- they all get pulled out of their own I'll beat your ass already, all right? <laughs> timelines and they got to figure out how to go back to their own timelines. Boom, oh, that's the, whoop that's your the movie. Ass that's, the, that's the movie. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he's not even special needs. He's just a mama's boy who was taught Stupid shit by his mom. About, you still on Bobby Boucher, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, no, I'm I'm pulling in your cast. I'm pulling in your your elite team that's gonna learn how to fucking break the space time <laughs> continuum and return to the realities. You got a dumbass football player who can hit hard. You got a fucking depressed wedding singer who's probably doing good because his life turned out pretty yeah, damn good at the yeah, end. Yeah. He's best friends with Billy Idol. You've got uh, a dude whose wife. Doesn't remember the the day beforehand in fifty first dates. <laughs> yeah, he again. he marries this girl a lot. Yeah. Uh, you've got who else? Give me some, you got you got a foot or you got a golfer. I love Subway. <laughs> yeah, that loves Subway. <laughs> give give me another one that you'd want on this this stack team one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hurry up, Juan, come on. A fucking little Nicky, bro. 
<laughs> okay, I'll give you that. You got a hell spot. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens in this movie? Let's break the story real quick. The, the, they all they all, they all grab ass while little Nikki opens yeah. up a portal. <laughs> yeah, little Nikki saves them all. So you want a full movie? <laughs> little Nikki too. <laughs> I would be down with all these fuckers going to hell and little Nikki too and him trying to save them from his father. There you go. That I'm down for. A shared universe? No. I don't need six movies of this. Yeah, little Nikki too. <laughs> do you yeah. still want the shared universe or do you want little Nikki too? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll settle for either one. Like uh, little Nikki too is in bed, I guess. Oh my god. So, yeah, long story short, that's my answer. I think, yes, there is such a thing as too many shared cinematic universes. And I understand it is super cool, just the the, the concept, and it is still fairly new. Uh, but to think that you can have all these characters, all these IPs and stuff joining in together for one huge universe oh, is really, really cool. The but other one, the what? other one that I heard about, too, was Star Trek and Star Wars. Um, Wait, becoming one? Yeah, becoming a joined universe. Who the fuck um, said that? Uh, we got this covered. <laughs> no, Picard had mentioned it. He said he thinks it's time that Star Wars and Star Trek become a thing. Oh, Patrick Stewart is old, though. <laughs> oh, he's, my God. He's senile. I, mean, I love no, the guy. No, he's not senile. Juan, <laughs> he is Professor X in that dome in real oh life, all right? God. That's no, him. That's man. Him. Don't talk shit about Sir. <laughs> they slap makeup on him, and he doesn't shake anymore. Oh but Don't <laughs> fucking talk shit about the guy. Just because. Make it so. Said to fucking make it so. And he wants Star Wars hanging out with Star Trek. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. I mean. He's worse than we got this covered, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I bet we got this covered. got hard as hell when he said that. Man, I can't believe that make it so thing works with that. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I don't know. That would I like to see a crossover event? Hell yeah, that'd be cool as shit. But it also sounds like it'd be another uh Star Wars holiday special <laughs> that came out. <laughs> uh, like nobody wants to be there but they have to and it's just weird. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's what it seems like. Y'all need to y'all need to have it make it happen. Make it so. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Give me an answer, yes or no. Is there such a thing as too many shared universes, shared cinematic universes? Yeah, when that shit gets fucking to the point where there's, like, shit that I don't want to see. But, like, come on now. We haven't not – you wouldn't want to see a Star Wars Star Trek thing. Oh, oh, okay. This dude remembers the big guns and he's like, fuck Adam Sandler. No, go back to defending Adam Sandler. I, mean, I would like to see an Adam Sandler thing. That's another thing. He's got a lot of characters. Adam Sandler's a funny guy. He's got a lot of friends. I'd like to see this shit happen. But if you're telling me, g give me something else. Give me something below Adam Sandler. Huh. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> What's below Adam Sandler? I mean, but uh, that's what I'm saying. He threw his hat in the ring already. That I'm going based off of what's happening. Not like, uh, yeah. No, no matter what, there is no doubt a line. I'm saying that line's already about to so, be crossed. So Adam Sandler's the line. <laughs> he, 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 I mean, there's even warning signs before the line. He just shit the bed and jumped the gun too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, <laughs> stand I, up for him. I still want to see some shit. Like, I'd like to see it. Like, I'd like to see how that played out. It's, it's he's kind of old though. Like, a lot of his characters. <laughs> Are from like the late '90s, like the early 2000s and shit that we like really, really enjoyed. And those characters <laughs> are going to be old as fuck. Like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, nerds and nerdettes, let me throw this out to you. 
Juan also really wanted to see Captain America's penis, and he looked up that image. Oh, I looked that up <laughs> as soon as I found out that Do shit happened. Do not trust his word when he says he wants to see things. I looked it up, and I found multiple <laughs> shots, so I could see in high def, which it wasn't. He shot that shit on a potato. <laughs> what it was, I needed to see it, so... All right, we're beating this horse to the death. So, do we have a show questions? Uh, we got two of them. Uh, nothing that very good though. I mean, I kind of gave starting. up on the shit. Like at this point, like I was like, you know what? Uh, you know, it. first the first day back, it was, yeah. it was it was it was weird. Even sitting by Steven. Let me, uh, yeah, let me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, <laughs> let me uh, go to this. Oh my god, we got two likes on that fucking jujitsu movie already. <laughs> we got one share on the shit. <laughs> What'd you say? I just said, watch this shit. <laughs> and people instantly started watching it. It's a Nick Cage, bro. I'm telling you, he's got, he's got that thing. Oh, my God. Uh, so, I said, do you think Spider-Man will get more than three movies? And <laughs> I should have specified, because a lot of people are talking about, like, the Tobey Maguire <laughs> trilogy and shit. Uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what Marky is saying here. He goes, it, I say it depends on how the first movie goes. First move goes. I'm assuming he said uh, movie, but like I would say movie. Yeah, I, but I we're don't on know. the second one though. Like we're on the we're, we're, on the, on we're the gonna third. be on the third one. Like I don't know what he, I don't know what that means. Um, I mean your question was kind of rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mad thing, bro. <laughs> I mean my bad. Maybe he's taking it as you're talking about the multiverse, the Spider Verse that everybody's rumoring right after, now. So after this move, after the third one, like this yeah. is gonna be counted as the first one. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe. Um, do you want to read the rest of them? Yeah. Drew, uh, to Burgeon. Sorry, brother. I never know how to say your, um, last name. And as you could probably tell, I'm not good with last names or names in general. I want to say Tubergen. Tubergen. That sounds good too. Tubergen. Uh, also congrats to you. Um, Drew's on my friends list and he just got engaged. Oh, wow. Congrats. Oh yeah. I see his profile. Picture yeah. Right so here. I was, I was like, maybe I shouldn't share that, but also I'm just trying to say congrats yeah, and it's on your profile picture. Where'd you live? So well? <laughs> <laughs> his social security. No, I just, if you listen to this, I just, you know, it's nice to be, to have a call and <laughs> yeah. say, say congrats, but yeah, congrats brother. Yeah, congratulations. Um, but yeah, Drew says yes, but after the third one, it's going to be about miles. Hashtag bold prediction. <laughs> Yeah, that's not happening, bro. It's not really. Yeah, they're, they're not going to show yeah, him love for a minute. <laughs> that's not uh, and Nicole Davis says yes. All right. Nicole um, always coming in hot with those uh, those, those, short, those short and sweet answers. I love it. The short replies. Um, <laughs> are you getting Disney Plus now that Disney is going to make it a priority? Uh, <laughs> I already got it. Juan, you didn't answer. Uh, you forgot to put that. You're supposed to say. Yeah, I said like and comment below. <laughs> I, you know, they're not really taking my, my, my shits right because I'm putting no. We're going to have to like make a video yeah, to explain the show. <laughs> I'm going to need a fucking tutorial. I'll be like, look, bro, I'm going to have yes and no on there. You guys comment whatever. If you got extended shits other than yes and no, you comment. <laughs> Otherwise, you fucking just like the shit and walk away. Yeah. Fucking, I hate Facebook. <laughs> Show polls. <laughs> uh, Marky Mark says, nope. Kyle Hammond says, have it. Forgot to have it. Never watch it. <laughs> and Nicole Davis says, no. Man, nobody's showing love out here. I know. Y'all you, you, lying. Y'all bugging the Mandalorian like it, like it ain't coming out in right. three weeks. Guaranteed. We, yeah. we, put, we start talking about the Mandalorian. Hey, uh, who's watching the Mandalorian? Oh, I am. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. Bugging out here. 
And then that was it. That is and it. And then I just said, watch that shit. And people would watch those. <laughs> oh, okay. Other thing, too, with the jujitsu. If you go to Google and you type in just <laughs> jujitsu, yep. look at the images that you see. Because I sat there and looked at them for like a good five minutes. You're not going to see a high kick. There is literally no swords, no guns, no fucking anything but people grabbing each other. There's no kicking. There's no punching <laughs> showcase. It's just fucking grabbing and people on the floor. Uh, like, like, it's wrestling. Yeah. So, yeah. That movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And before we give our close out, just want to give a shout out to this week's winner of Name That Frame. Whoa, the whoa, movie whoa, whoa, was. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me hit that button, though. Oh, yeah. I forgot we have sounders. Yeah, let me hit that button. <laughs> I got to put lasers in there. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I had a good thing going. <laughs> All right. So this whole episode is going to be rough. <laughs> like I said, first, first attempt back. It's hard. It's hard out here for pimp. <laughs> All right, so uh, before we go, like I said, with our closing statements, just want to throw out the winner of this week's Name That Frame segment. Uh, this week's movie was Stir of Echoes. We did have some people who guessed it right. A lot of people got tricked up this week, including myself and Juan. So congrats to Sana on that one. Uh, but this week's winner of Name That Frame is Ricky Rowe. And All simply, right. simply commented Stir of Echoes. Yeah, man. It's a fucked up movie. If y'all ain't never seen it. <laughs> Don't watch it. <laughs> Don't watch it. <laughs> Ricky Rowe, you good, man? Uh, but yeah, so uh, congrats to you, Ricky. Uh, if you are listening, be sure to send us a message and uh, let us know that you heard that you won. Got some goodies to send out your way if you uh, give us some information and stuff. But yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you all had as much fun listening as we did making it for you. If so, do us a favor and spread the word. Share podcast and social media to your friends and family who might enjoy our show. We would greatly appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe, download, and review Not Your Average Nerds on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on any of your other favorite podcasting apps. Until next week, my name is Rudy Vela. We are Not Your Average Nerds, and we are signing off. Cheers. Cheers.